What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar with the great Hello Sport, Tom and Eddie, Eddie and Tom. Make sure to subscribe to their podcast on any podcasting app, all the good podcasting apps. Also, subscribe to or follow, sorry, their Instagram page at Hello Sport, Punters and Dribblers on Facebook, brought to you by the Beer of Sport, brewed. It was brewed on, the, on a field one day. I, I got a brewer down to the local field. We got naked. We thought, we stared in each other's eyes and we thought, what can we do to create the best beer that tastes like sport? It literally tastes like sport, and this is what we came up with. So go grab a case of the beer of sport. Also, thank you so much to everyone that grabbed some bloke shorts yesterday. Absolutely incredible. You know, we actually purchased three times the amount of jumpers we purchased because I was like, this will be enough, and yet still didn't even come close to meeting the demand. It sold out in about five or six minutes. Absolutely crazy, guys. So apologies to the people who missed out. Really sorry about that. We will try to get these numbers right, but the demand is just, it's crazy. And also the lead time, like once we ordered these shorts like three or four months ago. So it, it's not as easy as just like ordering and then they're going to be here in a couple of weeks. So we'll, we'll work it all out. Sorry for people who missed out. Thank you so much to the people that did grab shorts. I really do appreciate it. But as usual. Oh, also, before we get into it, make sure to grab Tim Zhu versus Takashi in our tonight on pay-per-view. You can stream it. Go to KO. You can buy the pay-per-view streaming. You don't even need the Foxtel box. You can also buy it on main event if you want to. But if you don't have a Foxtel box, you can stream it on KO. Grab the – this is good Aussie boxing. If you love Aussie boxing, you want it to grow, grab a Tim Zhu versus Takashi in our pay-per-view tonight. I cannot wait to see Tim Zhu get the win. But as usual, let's get straight into it, baby! Just a bloke in a bar. I was here before everyone again, just so everyone knows I'm fucking early these days. You were, you were first. Did Tom's you, either like did an you hour and a half early or uh, he's yeah, half an hour late. Well. Oh, okay. It's one of the others. But we let, the, we, 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 we let him go because he has two children. That depend on me. One of which is like, what, three weeks old. So A month on Monday. There so. you go. That's gone. Have you ever considered doing a whole podcast with just a baby in the fucking thing of funny? <laughs> That's sitting actually, there. You know what? It wouldn't be easy, but it would be funny for yeah. like five minutes and then I mean, the baby would start fucking crying and it'd be a nightmare. Talk about the modern man. Like, oh, yeah. You have a baby hanging there and then another baby just sitting there and, and you're doing just, a podcast. Evie. Have, have you ever rocked the fake? The fake baby or the fake tit? Yeah. No, but I did eat the lactation cookies by accident. They didn't make me produce milk but it was can met can men become wet nurses i don't know if they can become wet nurses but i have heard that male nipples can produce milk what yeah do that that's legit if you were to suck on the nipple for long long enough enough and consistently enough that's how you'd bring it would you become a wet nurse that's how you bring the milk in i think milk can be brought in (laughs) i don't know for sure but milk certainly I mean, look, it's like it's like going, do we need a wet nurse in Tom when we have women that just produce it? You know? I mean, look, we've got to look at ways to be better as men. And maybe producing milk is the way we evolve as men. Maybe there is like, like a hormone and a supplement of which you can take that would trigger... The milk. Milk production. That the is exactly right. correct. That is what I'm reading right now. It's yeah. correct? That is correct. Holy so men could shit. be wet nurses, and Tom's putting his hand up to be the fucking first, first cab off the rank. First I'm, Australian wet nurse. I'm not actually Dude, putting my Dude, there'd be statues of you out the front of like would be. women's hospitals With and like shit. A, well, I mean, you know. The most progressive man in history. <laughs> That's but. a title that I'm more than happy to wear proudly. <laughs> but so I you're saying like you're willing to try this then? first full-time wet nurse, yes. Tom Birmingham. 
That's a, that has a ring to it. I don't know if you call, can I be a nurse? Nurse isn't gender specific, is it? That's just a broad term. Well, I think we're uh, like, no, no, no. There's male nurses, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, forgive me. Good. That's I just want to make sure. What a what a Neanderthal! No, what a Neanderthal! Oh my god! Mate, I'm the most progressive Get man with of all time. Tops. You gotta be. You gotta make sure well, you're clearly you're, resting your on your laurels. Are dotted and your T's across, and you're the most progressive you, man of you, all time. You. You become a wet nurse, wet nurse for thirty seconds, and already you're forgetting the nuances of the nurse. Wants game. to be a wet doctor. Yeah, fuck it, no, no, really. Not how it works. Nah, <laughs> there's female doctors as well, bro. Yeah, wow. You just got. You can't be too careful in this Talk day and age. Breaking making through. sure that everything oh. is fucking squared away. Just so you know, we don't like his opinions. Don't represent myself or Eddie. We uh, are progressive. No, we understand their opinions there don't represent There can be me. female doctors. I there can be female doctors. Mr. We understand that. Mr. Progressive 2021. Holy shit. Far out. That and is there can what? be male nurses. And, and there can, can be, be male, male nurses. nurses. Which Led by you. Yeah, Led by well, you. Which I think that you, to atone, you should probably do now because you are about to get cancelled. I thought I was already a male wet nurse. I think you should be cancelled, to be honest. Well, you're not yet. You don't want to cancel me before I've had an opportunity to change the world, you know? <laughs> Let me change the world first. Don't cancel the uh, humanity's first male wet nurse. That's no. true. Don't that is that. true. And apologies if there already is male wet nurses well, that I'm not way. aware of. If in 10 years like you become who you are about to become, mm. a wet nurse and the first ever... This is the moment they're going to go back to and cancel you. Well, here's a question. Can females become male wet nurses? Now we're really getting progressive. Now you, we're really getting progressive. You could identify as a male you and can, be exactly. a wet nurse, yeah. Gender so, is fluid. There you go. I'll just circle back to the, um, <laughs> to the males producing milk. Um, so males can also produce milk naturally, but okay. it's not associated with childbirth. What's so it associated with? It's just no, it just says it's known as galacteria. What sort of milk are we talking? Drinkable milk? Galacteria sounds like a spaceship. It does, actually. Uh, I don't know. Galacteria? It just says human. It's just Enter the Galacteria. But, the Galacteria. But could you become a wet nurse with a dick? <laughs> Google that. I'll Google that. Can you Google that? Yeah, Google that. Google that. Googling skills, nearly improvement. That should have happened fucking straight away. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I'm surprised. Fucking that wasn't Jesus. The first thing you Any bloke worthy salt has Googled, can, can a bloke a with a cock become a wet nurse? <laughs> yeah. Any yeah. bloke. Yeah. It's actually the first thing that comes up in Google. And it trends on Google every yeah. year. <laughs> Can you be, and then it just fills in the rest, a wet nurse with a dick? <laughs> oh, that's a great yes start. Yes or no answers only, man. Yes, yes or no <laughs> answers. Um, now, let's get the show. Let's get started the show. Just a bloke in a bar. Welcome to Bloke in a Bar. We have a huge announcement. Tom is a wet nurse with a cock. <laughs> the, first of, the first of my kind. Congratulations, Tom. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, also, brought to you by, I was going to say Bloke Shorts, but Bloke Shorts have already sold out. Mm. Um, so I just want to say thank you so much to the people that purchased it. Uh, apologies, the numbers, we ordered three times the amount of jumpers we ordered. We thought that was going to be enough. Clearly not. Now, these things, the turnaround is like three to four months because we order from overseas. So apologies. Hopefully next time when we do order the shorts, we'll order the correct uh, enough where, you know, we obviously want them to sell out, but not as quickly as they sold out. I think it was like six, seven minutes. They're all gone. So apologies to people missed out. Thank you so much to the people that... Uh, grab shorts really really appreciate it also make sure tonight if you're watching this on a wednesday the boxing tim zoo versus takashi 69 uh tonight takashi 69 yeah, is fighting Shit. tim zoo um, that's crazy dude look he can throw him to takashi he can throw him uh also prison. on the undercard <laughs> on the undercard going? sorry he gone yes potentially he's potentially. Going. are you going going Shit, how good. I'll how see good. you there. Are you going with the fur coat or not? 
Well, no, because no, Tom's not going. That's so I couldn't. Deal. I couldn't. You're not going to go by yourself. Well, is, is he wet nursing? Is he busy? I'm busy wet he nursing. He busy. Yeah. <laughs> you got a child on the tip. Um, well, I might see you there. I might see you there. Uh, we're still going to find out with the missus if we are going. But uh, make sure to purchase it on KO Sport or Main Event. You can what you can stream it online now, which is a, a heaven send because the amount of times I used to miss out on main events because I didn't have Foxtel and I only had the internet. I mean, it was a literally inf- infinite times. And we discussed infinite. Mm. Infinite to the power of four. That's how many yeah, times. Yeah, it's fucking long. Um, so make sure to purchase that. This is good Aussie boxing. It is uh, Takashi Inau versus Tim Zhu. Uh, Takashi Inau is a fucking fierce fighter. 50% knockout rate. He's built like an ox. So the first four rounds, in my opinion, will probably be a slugfest. You aren't going to want to miss it. Uh, I'm tipping Tim to win by finishing Takashi, maybe round eight. Um, but what do you guys think of the fight tonight, Takashi versus um, I will... Bear my soul and be honest with the punter and the dribble at home. Hadn't heard of Takashi Inu until you said his last name. I mm. heard his name was Takashi. That was it. Yep. I know he's big and thick. He or is at least thick. he looks big and thick. He yeah. does look thick. Now, Tim Zhu, I know. I know Tim because of Tim's feats in the ring. I know Tim because of Tim's dad, Kostya. I know Tim's an Australian, and I get behind Australians when Australians are doing good things that's yep. right so my prediction is an Australian will win tonight <laughs> is it true if he wins tonight Kostya's lined up a mega fight in Russia for him I'm not sure the word I had was he's going to America pretty much and he, he was, fucking has to well he, he was already planning to go to America but all this bullshit that's happened he's um, got to go he's got to go any boxer worth his salt gets off the country of Australia and gets, goes somewhere yes. else because we've had great fighters in the past that have stayed here for plumbers for Chuck big pay-per-view oh Chuck actually won a world title didn't look, he look fighting plumbers is an Australian pastime. Yeah, and it's a rite of passage. Yeah. But if you want to go global, mm. you got to go to America and you got to fight the big dicks. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. Fighting big dicks puts your name on the map worldwide. Fighting plumbers will put you on the map in Australia. Yeah. That's right. It's ex- it's, he couldn't have said it better. Yeah. You'll, you'll get like an, an OAM if you're fucking fighting plumbers, a career of fighting plumbers. You'll get an order of Australia. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. A few radio gigs in the morning on maybe Triple J. You might get a big brother celebrity sort of uh, cameo. Survivor. You could become the bachelor. Yeah, the bachelor. You could become the bachelor. Like the world's your oyster domestically. Yeah. Domestically. Yeah. But if you want to be a big dick swinger. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to take that American market by the bloody scruff of the neck. Make a bit of money and maybe own your own plumbing business. Yeah. Where you can bash your employees if you want. If you wanted to. Hire a plumber, bash him at your Well's house. your oyster if you flog that American, those American cops Absolutely. first. You've got, to, you've got to beat them. Swing dicks, not plungers. There that should go. be Tim Zoo's. Mm. Get it on his back. On his back. I'm swinging dicks, not plungers. Not plungers. Yep. Um, Obviously. Because, That's yeah. got a ring to it. <laughs> yeah. That, get that on a T-shirt. <laughs> at the end on the mic, he goes, I'm swinging dicks, not plungers. Yes. <laughs> oh, the people would love it. Oh, love my that. God. He'd be the hottest PPV ticket in town. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. And imagine, you know what's ironic about that? Imagine, about, imagine the amount of plumbing companies that would get after the do- big dog mm. if he said, swing dicks, not plungers. Because mm. we'll, sw- we'll swing the plungers. We'll swing the plungers. Timmy, you, you go dicks. swing the dick. Mm. We, we got the plungers sorted. I could see him even turning that into like a rap song, especially if you're trying to sort of break into the US market. Well, Mundine like rapped. Mundine did it with Joel, yep. the yep. beatbox guy. The Joel beatbox Edgerton. guy. Yeah, not Joel Edgerton. That's Joel, Joel Edgerton is who I want to look like. Turner? Joel Turner. 
Thank Mate, you. He was a god amongst men. Was he Australian uh, Australian Idol number one, season one? He was. An, he was of Australian Idol fame. I know that. I don't much. think he won it. No, fuck no, he didn't. We weren't. No. we weren't ready for a, a national. No, beatbox. the world wasn't ready for it. But no, he did. Was... He did beatbox at the final, which was at the Opera House. He beatboxed out the front, and then he had that <laughs> that the the hit classic. <laughs> These kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that was a classic. Yeah, we actually, I think, listened to these kids on the podcast in its entirety once. I tell you what's fun. Like we, me and Ella listened to it the other night. I think, and Grace was like, "What the fuck is this?" Because she's ten years younger than us. And I was like, "Did you miss the Joel Turner days? (laughs) Even just the beatbox? Like I think, like yeah." Beatboxing, beatboxing was, was everything, and every kid in the fucking backyard yep. in the schoolyard was trying to replicate the great Joel Turner. Mm. We all failed. Is beatboxing dead? I think it's gone underground yeah. where it was. <laughs> and then it Belongs. became mainstream. It sort of bobbed its head up, and everyone was like, that's sick. And then one day it wasn't sick anymore. When, when was the day when it went from that is the coolest shit ever to cringe? I think I mean, probably. Not long after Joel. What, six months after these kids? <laughs> I will put it this way The second song you release I'm assuming you had beatboxing in it and I, I think that know. was the moment Where people were like I've had enough Yeah No no disrespect to Joel but Or I, beatboxing in general but it's That's like, my vibe yeah. Well I want to put it to you Was life not better When beatboxing was cool? You could certainly argue it was you Based could. on the last two years Unfortunately for beatboxing <laughs> It went It like sort of goes the way of milk After three days It goes <laughs> off You know what I mean? You've impressed me with it. Yeah. Like now you're like a just fresh, a person. A fresh glass, a full cream. Mm. Oh, baby. Yeah. Like, cold. That's good stuff. Cold, maybe a Tim Tam paired, paired with a nice you Tim Tam. You know what it's like? You know what it's like? It's like when you get in a relationship and your missus or your, your boyfriend has a hectic repertoire of stories. And the first year, those stories are mm. fucking knee slappers. Mm. But three or four years in, you're saying the same stories Heard it a million with times. the same punchlines and they're not hitting like they used to. That's no. what beatboxing is. It's, yeah. funny, it's funny you say three years because Joel Turner's first album, which was These Kids, had on it reached 28 on the Aria charts, but his next album called Out of the Box three years later didn't even rank on the I charts. I like the name though, Out of the Box. Out of the Box. He, he's not beatboxing no more. <laughs> he, well. Sounds like he probably was though. <laughs> didn't even rate a Well, either he it. was beatboxing on it and it didn't rate, or he stopped beatboxing and people go, wait a minute. Well, the beatbox <laughs> gone, Joel. I signed up for some boxing. And anyway, speaking of boxing. Speaking of boxing. Swing dicks. Not plungers. Not plungers. Boy, if plungers. Tim Zoo walks out tonight with Joel Turner beatboxing, <laughs> oh, I will lose it. Well, I just, I mean, at the very least, we get him into a studio after this fight to beatbox over Tim's first song, Swing Dicks, Not Plungers. <laughs> Swing Dicks, Not Plungers. That's going to number one. Yep. I promise you that. If a plumber has doesn't to. have a shirt that says swing dicks, not plungers, I don't think... You're they're not, not cluing on to the marketing game, clearly. No. Um, not big marketers. To, 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 <laughs> to bring it full circle, though, could you imagine if he came out with Chock, with Turner beatboxing? That'd be like the Avengers where they're, they're all in the Avengers. one movie together. At the, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like there are spin-offs, and then we're bringing everyone back. Chock, Timmy, Joel... I mean, that's a fucking... It's an art. Yeah. Do you reckon like... That's an all-star cast. Do you reckon, do you reckon beatboxing plays in the dating scene at all? Like as the in first like, time? As in like, oh, what do you do? Hidden beatbox? talent. No, no, no. Like hidden talent. Like, you know, all of a sudden. It's like, you know, when Leonardo, Car- Leonardo DiCaprio starts dancing in Wolf of Wall Street, you're like, oh shit, he's got moves. 
kind of like that kind of vibe where it's like, oh shit, he can beatbox and shit. I'll ask you a different question. It's late at night, about 11.30 p.m., sitting around a fire. Some dickhead whips out a guitar, tries to serenade. Yep, classic move. Hope you had the time of your life, so does your green day. Yeah, yeah, green day. Yeah, all that shit, we know it. Biggest Derek ever. Does he do better? Or does the guy who goes, shut the fuck up for a second and beat boxes? Who, who, pulls the, who pulls the chick? I think the guitar pulls the chick, but the beatboxer pulls the guys because yeah. the guys ironically understand that's, how fucking cool it was. So you right. don't reckon he's pulling, you're not pulling the nah. hottie? You reckon guitar still wins? I don't think beatboxing is the, the, the sound of romance and love. You so know you know can't I mean? serenade with a, with a good beatbox? You know sure if your girl done. only knew, like by Raza or whatever. You See, now that was, that was fucking, that's that was where wild. I got into beatboxing. Yeah. When Razel that's could a, do the beat. That's a peak of that was beatboxing. The, peak of yeah. the beat and the chorus yeah, at the same, same time. time. You're like, holy shit. Real YouTube shit. That, oh, that's classic you YouTube. Go, like, All LimeWire and shit. Like, I remember going the binges on YouTube. Oh, yeah, the rabbit hole. stuff you'd watch. And then, you know. No, no matter how much beatboxing falls in and out of favour, that will always be a classic fucking video. 100%. Because that was like, that was me, my fucking 12, 13, 14 year old mind just going like, holy shit. We watched that recently. Yeah, we I. did the whole. We've, we, when we, did we, we watch that? Well, when we, I think we had a Joel Turner chat. Oh, you point. went down the beatbox rabbit hole? We've certainly been down the beatbox We've, rabbit I, hole. I would before. say in the last year. <laughs> definitely in the last 12 months. Definitely. I don't know where we were, or what we were doing, but we got into Joel, then we got into Rizal. I'd say it was. Yeah, it was definitely last year because it wasn't in here in this fine office. No, I don't think I don't think we were. Oh, were we on air? I thought we might have been doing that in our own time. Fuck, maybe we were. We get. I mean, we do some fucking odd shit. It wouldn't surprise me. The beatbox rabbit hole is that's a deep, deep rabbit hole. It's a deep hole. Can get very sad, but also can get impressive. Joel's our only beatboxer, though, right? I don't know of anyone. Oh, he's a goat in Australia. Yeah, he's got to be. He's got to be the Australian goat beatboxer. Is he still boxing with beats? That's a good question. Can Where you Google that, Matty? Where is he now? Is he swinging dicks or plungers? He's probably a plumber. He might be fair. You know what? Which is nothing wrong with that. No, fuck no, there isn't. Just don't get bashed by a, a professional fighter that trains full time whilst you are literally digging through shit each day. Yeah, whilst beatboxing. Whilst, and you get paid $1,000 for the fight. Uh, this, says, <laughs> this says that Joel is crowdfunding to do a new album. Of course that he was, is. That was in 2019. Link in the show notes. Did, how Joel's much did he raise? Fund. How much did he raise? I'll, I'll find out. He's crowdfunding to what, sorry? To release a new album. But that was two I'll years ago. get behind him, boys. That get was two years Joel ago. Turner's if you're still short, <laughs> put the link up. Yeah, depending on how short. Because he, he might have made it. He might have got there. What was his goal? That's what. Yeah, a that's lot what of unanswered <laughs> questions. Step Matt, up. This is fake it. news. This Actually, is fake news. In, in 2007, he, which was his last album, he suffered a broken jaw, which... Which is bad for beatboxing. Dude, that's he got, like, you know, he fought a fucking, he was plumbing. He was plumbing. fought a boxer and broke his jaw and he ruined his beatbox career. That's like Warnie breaking his Now he's trying to crowdfund to get back. He's trying to make a comeback. That's a miniseries. That is a fucking Joel yeah. Turner miniseries. That is. That's why, that's must watch television. That is. Stan, binge. Yeah. I don't know Netflix. why I thought this, but you know what I'd love to hear him beatbox is the Game of Thrones intro song. That's so random. <laughs> that is. But you know what? That's pushing a man as far as the beatboxing can go. I just didn't. <laughs> so you're already doing it. Yeah, you're it's actually natural. It. It's natural. See? That was shit, but you know what I mean. But we can all feel it. Yeah. yeah we we can all feel it. it. We all felt it. We all felt that. It's all vibe. That's a vibe. Mm. Um, that, yeah. that should be his album. Just beatboxing intros to, song, to oh, shows. You know what? I'd fucking buy it. I'd buy that. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. boom. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, buy I'd buy it. Joel, do it, son. Holy shit, Joel. That's a money, that's a stocking filler. Yeah.
Yeah, that is. Absolutely. Absolutely. CDs were still a thing, but you know <laughs> what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, so good luck to Tim Zoo tonight. Yep. Um, he'll be swinging dicks, not plungers, that's for sure. We can only hope. Uh, now the stores to grab a case of bloke in a bar. Celebrations to Kenhurst. Richie's IGA. Elmore, uh, Ellie Moore Vale. Southside Sellers Kempsey. BYO Sellers Tamworth. Celebrations St Kilda. Coroa Super IGA. Louis Liquor Barn Edmonton. Star Liquor, Bundock, Dicey's Liquor, Warehouse, Gladstone, Redlands RSL Club, Westbrook Tavern, Celebration Superstore and Goodner has the last available bloke in a cardigan stocks in Ipswich. Bloke in a cardigan, limited edition cans, never going to be done again. So if you want them, go and grab them or go to our website. Um, go to our website and check out our store locator. And just want to say another quick massive thank you to everyone that bought shorts. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. You guys are honestly amazing. Now... Onto the most important news that has broken over the last week. So I'm scrolling through my phone. Tom and Eddie, Eddie and Tom. Oh, also Tom and Eddie and Eddie and Tom are here. So, if you weren't aware that they're here, they're here. Yeah, no, we are. And they are from Hello Sport. Make sure to subscribe to their podcast. They they had a milestone. You know, the they have eclipsed Bloke in a Bar on the charts, the Apple charts, for the first time. Would you? Ah. They have eclipsed Bloke in a Bar. Sorry about that. They're coming. They, their episode come fourth. Bloke in a Bar's episode came fifth. So massive congratulations. They're taking over. They're taking over. Come on. Uh, that's, that deserves a come on. That deserves a come on. But come massive on. congratulations. But Thank that's you, so you know what that's all due to? To you legends going up, subscribing, and listening to the great Tom and Eddie. So make sure to Thank subscribe. Thank you so much. Love follow, all. Us on, Love all. follow them on Instagram and Facebook, punters and dribblers. Now, I was scrolling through my phone. And I saw a meme, and the meme was, we're bringing up a picture just here. The meme was, uh, he's probably thinking about other girls. And then it's that meme where he's lying in bed. And then it had a picture of a, what's the name of that dinosaur with the long neck? Brontosaurus. A brontosaurus. And the picture was nice. him asking the question of, I was gonna say a brontosaurus's long neck, would the tie be at the top near the head or at the bottom near the, I guess, base. the body, the base? And it, what we did is we put up a vote. The vote, there was over, I think it was about 4,000 votes. And it came back that 92% agree that you ride or you do a tie at the bottom of the shaft, not the top. Tom, what are your thoughts? You've been correct this whole time. Listen, I mean. Oh, okay, we've got, some, we've got some controversy. Well, of course. Controversy. So, so we, again, we're talking about the riding of a shaft. We had, some con we had a, a heated debate saying, Eddie and myself, we mm. thought you rode, if you were going to ride a penis, you would ride it at the head. Mm. And, and we're talking legitimately shaft. riding it. Like not a as horse. In like sexually, yeah. literally riding it like yes. some sort of mythical creature or a horse. Or we a... both felt that we, you would ride it at the head to keep control. Tom felt that you would actually ride it at the base. And this confirms that most people, would, I'd assume, yeah. would ride at the base. Thoughts? Yeah. Look, firstly, I just wanted to thank all of my supporters um we all knew what the fucking real deal was here and we'd been you know we've been talking about it privately for a long time i've seen your dms i've seen all the messages of support my family really appreciate it the drawings um, the drawings the drawings 92 percent <laughs> couldn't be more fucking overwhelming um couldn't be more certain it's a hell of a number it's a hell of a fucking number um and to the 8% who don't get it, I mean, I think maybe they might be blind because clearly if you're going to ride a shaft, you ride it at the base because I think that's going to give you optimal control. <laughs> you can't control what's behind you. And if you're riding it at the head, you don't know what's going on behind you. You're riding at the base, you got some reins in or something, and you're going for it. Also, with the tie, the tie exemplifies it perfectly. It looks fucking ridiculous at the top. 
down the bottom. That's where you go. That that Brontosaurus is ready for business. It's ready to be ridden. <laughs> Thoughts, Eddie? Yeah, it's hard to disagree. <laughs> I mean, looking that Brontosaurus first and foremost, the tire used historically to cover the buttons. Now. The brontosaurus, you've got to imagine wearing a shirt. Is it going to wear one around its body or is it going to wear one up its neck as well? I'd say Unlikely to wear one all the way up, I would have that's thought. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's a very good point. Which is around the body. The difference between the brontosaurus and a penis, I'll say this, <laughs> is, that, is that you're implying that the shaft is the neck okay. and the head, well, the helmet is the head and the balls are like the body. <laughs> mm. From my perspective, the shaft can often be far bigger, far girthier, far more <laughs> substantive than the, the balls at the bottom. Like to compare the Brontosaurus's body with a set of nuts, I think is Well, inaccurate. I don't think that we're necessarily comparing the body of the Brontosaurus with the testicles of a man or a woman. We are just <laughs> saying that if you are going to have a, sh if you're gonna, where are you gonna ride this thing? Mm. Top or, or the bottom. And if you're going to ride it... <clears throat> could you ride it halfway up? I mean, you could ride it halfway up, but then you, then you fall into the like... And I mean, this is a bit... I'm not a big car guy, but I always found <laughs> the like Porsche Boxster to be one of the most ugly cars in the world because it just has the cabin... No offence to anyone who owns one. I don't. But the cabin right in the middle. I don't think that makes sense to be right in the middle of it. It's just there's too much shit on either side. I think mm. you go to the base... Where it's tried and tested. Where it's tried and tested, but where you can see the entire beast you're dealing with. You know exactly what's, what you're in for, and then you can steer from the back. Mm. The concern is, though, that the beast controls you and you don't control the beast because of the, hey, the distance between you and the head. Listen, you can't blame the beast if the rider's not up to it. You've got to be prepared to fucking grip it and rip it if you're riding a sharp <laughs> consequence, right? Like, you got to. That's, that's not for me to fucking tell you. You've got to know how to do it. Mm. But... You can't argue with numbers. And is it my first real win on here? Because obviously I get ganged up on all the time. Yes, <laughs> it is. But the numbers don't lie. People lie. You guys lie. Numbers don't Look, lie. You could have taken the victory more graciously, like turning into a victim. I don't like that because I gave it to you. I gave that victory. I didn't need to give that victory. I'm just victory. saying it's a good he win. Get, he doesn't get many wins. Yeah, You've got to celebrate your wins. But I, I brought you that victory. I appreciated it. You know, and then you turned into like, that. I've got to say sorry for like I ganging up on you. I didn't need to do that. I didn't need to do that. I don't need to I didn't need to bring you the victory. I brought it to you and then all of a sudden it's turned into, oh, fucking poor me, I get ganged no, up on. No, no, no. I'm just saying it's nice to have, you've got to celebrate your wins. <laughs> Because losses are, you probably get more losses than you do wins in life. Well, so when you get wins, you've got to celebrate. Not all of us. Not all of us. Me personally. Uh, so I'm celebrating it. I'm the greatest. I know how to ride a shaft better than you do. <laughs> and I'm the first male wet nurse. So <laughs> fuck all of Now, um, I wanted to talk, sense. I wanted to delve deep into the hero or, hero or villain uh, yarn or narrative. Um, because a guy like David Warner, mm. he wins player of the tournament, mm -hmm. much maligned before it. Mm -hmm. And he is a divisive figure. Mm -hmm. But... I, I was thinking in the shower this morning, I think heroes and villains all have big dicks because, like, there's no in-between with them. You know what I mean? You either hate a man with a big dick or you love a man with a big dick. Yeah. Um, and Warner has come out swinging this week. What are your thoughts on the hero or villain with a guy like David Warner? Well, they call him the Dark Angel. First and by and they, we. And by we, we speak for the people. Yeah. So, in so facto, they. that's... Yep. The common consensus. Mm. David Warner, as you said, much maligned. He's been maligned a lot of his career. 
apparently a bit abrasive, sort of, a, he's a bit fucking brash, a bit devil may care. He can swing a fucking cricket bat. Let's mm. start there. He came to the series in a slump of bad form and has given everyone the finger and said, fuck you. That's David Warner stuff right yep. there. He thrives on that shit. Mm. At the end of the day, as a nation, I think we, we used to fucking... He was revered a little bit. Look, pre, there's like pre-Sandpaper Dave, post-Sandpaper Exactly, that's Dave. what I'm getting yeah. to. Mm. His handling of the Sandpaper uh, saga, like it or lump it, didn't sit well with the general public. Mm. I think the people wanted to see a little bit more like... I did it. Just fucking own up to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, like Smudge, who wasn't even really involved. Tears, I'm sorry, I fucked up. People love that shit. Yep. We didn't get a whole lot of that out of Warner, and I think it left <laughs> people with a bad taste in their mouth to a degree because we all know that he was the fucking... He was the instigator because yeah. he was copping all this shit for allegedly. his like allegedly for his relationship with Candy Warner and people giving him shit and he was just he was in a bad place. Mm. By the by, I don't think people have really got over that. Mm. It raises an important point that Eddie and I have discussed in the past, and whenever we do get around to filming um, Hello Sport University, which is obviously uh, sort of an online course that people will be able to stay take, tuned. Stay we'll tuned. be able to you know illuminate it in greater detail. But there yeah. is a a bell curve. Of forgiveness, yes. it's a mathematical certainty. Basically, it's called the forgiveness bell <laughs> the curve. Forgiveness yeah. bell curve. It's good, well named. And basically, it just it relates to the atrocity committed, and it where it intersects with your form. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so how bad like was it, what you did? How well are you playing? It's, it's how atrocity. We'll forgive you. Times form divided by. Uh, <laughs> like apology, basically. Yeah, we've got, okay. we do have the actual formula written down okay. somewhere. So, like, atrocity, like, so Steve Smith, can, you know, he was part of an atrocity, but he scored a fucking shitload of runs and he we also apologised, yeah. which equals forgiveness. Okay. okay. Whereas David Warner, atrocity, not that many runs. And the forgiveness and, was And, and, and no forgiveness. <laughs> it was stage forgiveness. Stage apology. It was, uh, who was the PR? Roxy just said It was Rocky, it was yeah. a Roxy apology. Yeah. Oh, no. I didn't see any tears either. Oh, fake no, tears. No, they were fake crocodile tears. tears. Crocodile tears. tears. Like squeezed him in before he walked in. It, and it went, seemed like that. He, he walked in like this. Yeah, exactly. Then exactly. all you can do is go a vibe. <clears throat> yeah. That's all you got in this world, vibe. Yeah. Like if I'm watching a press conference, I'm not going to go in there and inspect him. Mm. I, don't, I can't go into his head. I can go or a like vibe. Or like lick the tears. You need to say, are they salty Are they or salty yeah, or not? Yeah, okay. I can only go a vibe and vibe alone. And my vibe is telling me that were crocodile tears. Yeah. So, so do you feel that Going forward as a nation, and I think this this could actually, this could be one of the first. Oh, I think it would be the first, and also also think that it would bring us um, ahead of the pack when it comes to apologies as nations. But to have a tear licker there at the apology like to so know whether the tears are yes, true. true, I think I, there's a lot in that. I think that's almost very important. To well, have. they've got someone signing at a press conference. I think they also need a tear licker. Someone that you'd have to have probably a longer tongue than usual if we're just thinking about like the the, the characteristics of a tear licker. Well, you, yes, you don't want to have to be, if you've got a stumpy tongue or one of those like tongues where it's fucking connected all the way out and you can barely stick it out, mm. you basically got to lick his whole face if you want to get a taste of the tears. Yeah. You want to just be able to get in there like a, like a Gene Simmons. You'd need, you'd need a, ting, a tongue of consequence, yeah. an accurate tongue. Mm. Accuracy, um, length, mm. And I guess like a control. She might have to catch them. You might have to catch the tears. Like there's blokes out there like that. Yeah, plenty or of control girls. At the time. What about if or like girls, we yeah. film it, and the person has to like lean over, and like they cry, obviously, mm. and then the person underneath can be like. You could do that. I mean, it's. I think the only thing that you'd want to do is you'd want to you don't you don't want to uh, get in the way of the apology. Mm. You want the apology to, yeah, okay, so is he crying? Well, let's just allow him to apologise and then just out of nowhere, it's a little tongue just... 
Yeah, I like. I think as the, uninvasive. I, I think as at possible. the side of first tier, you go go and get ready, and then in between sort of sentences or breath, bang, like a <laughs> yeah. lizard, in and out. Okay. Minimal. You've, got, you've got the sample on your way. Now that's I, what I'd like to see. I've got a question. I think only you two can answer. Does it, if a tear, the more salty a tear is, is that more pure? And and does that like because you know the equation. Mm. So if it's a really salty tear, does that uh, gain more forgiveness quickly? Or you know what I mean? Like the more salty the tear, the more pure it is. I just think I think that the tear needs to be salty because then we know it's real. Mm. If it's salty, it's real. Your emotions, unless you are fucking, you know, Jennifer Lawrence and an amazing actor. Mm. Just felt like saying Jennifer Lawrence. I was had a crush on her. Whatever, you know. Um, <laughs> I reckon then, she'd go for you. I reckon, mate. I don't even want her. I'm married, two kids. Don't even care. But I just reckon she'd go for you, bro. Jennifer Lawrence, go for. I reckon you got a chance. I reckon you reckon? Chance. Yeah, I reckon you got a chance. I think she's pregnant, engaged. So I mean. It's probably not the best time for her, but you, like, you are the first male witness, so, that, so that's could, a bow. Could, that's not a bad you point. You step in. Yeah, I could. That's how you'd get in. Listen, that's, I you heard you're listen. waiting for looking for a wet nurse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here I am. I'll time. do the late night feeds. Then you're in the house all the time. She obviously gets up, Hot maybe she can't sleep. Up. Who's yeah. sitting there? Tom, feeding. Oh, sit down. Talk to me about that's, your troubles. And then that's how it begins. Yeah, yeah. okay. Now, okay. all of a sudden, you've got a you know, front row seat. You're sort of giving out life advice. She's <laughs> loving what she's hearing. Yeah. And then, you know. Try some of the milk. All of a sudden, you're not a wet nurse anymore. You're a lover who. <laughs> well, you're a wet nurse of a different kind. Yeah. Um, anyway, but David Warner, I will say this. Back to David Warner. He sort of flows between like hero and villain a lot of the time. Yeah, he's okay. a hero he, now. Very simple. If he's scoring runs, the, the people love him. Yeah. yeah. But if he doesn't, like in England two years ago in the Ashes when he averaged nine. In, you know, which was very close to post-sandpaper. People go, hmm, <laughs> hmm, what, 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 weren't you involved in that sandpaper thing? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the people are yeah. petty. Yeah. Whereas Steve Smith involved in the same thing, hitting fucking shitloads of runs and everyone's like, this guy's the greatest player of all time. Do you think Warner, from Warner's perspective, he was like, man, people cheat all the time in fucking cricket. Like, come on, man, I just got caught. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what he was thinking. <laughs> yes, I'd say so. Okay, so we've confirmed tea liquor needs to be at any... Uh, press conference Yes Going forward yep. I think that could put us to Ahead Danny Wadley He's always closest He's a close and he oh, would, I don't think he's got Tear liquor in him You don't reckon he no, knows An authentic I apology I don't I don't He's seen some fucking I think you need a pure soul To test tears That is pure. He, yeah, He's not a pure okay, soul That's fair You know what I mean Danny's yeah. not a pure soul I don't, He's not pure enough for me. I mean he's great for the game but he's Great not for the pure game soul. He's not pure of soul yeah. I'm talking about Testing the purity of tears yeah, here, Kenneth. Yeah. I'm not yeah. talking about You know <laughs> Reporting on fucking Trashy NRL topics. <laughs> no. Worlds apart. But David Warner, a hero. He's fucking... He's a hero right now. Mate, yeah. player of the tournament in the T20 World On Cup. the 17th of November, 2021, yeah. David Warner's a hero. Matter of fact, in the comments section, let us know who is the most pure of soul that we could use as a tear-licking specialist. I like that. It's a great like question. Like Gandhi or someone. Yeah, like someone. Yeah, like a Gandhi. I don't like know if he, Gandhi's he, with us anymore, is he? Is Gandhi not, left us? In his day, I think he could be Gandhi. a tear-licker for sure. Yeah. He would know whether the, uh, the apology is pure of intent. I think sure. if you look into Gandhi's past, he wasn't as fucking... Yeah, he let's not fucking, go looking. Yeah. He did a lot of great shit. Let's I'm go sure look. he did. I'm just saying, like, let's find someone... I know you have a Gandhi tendency, a bit low, I think Gandhi might have had a bit about him. Um, yeah, but he. I know you have a tendency to chop blokes down. No, I'm saying, I'm just trying to... I'm in the and hunt now, are for you purity, like, dude. Are you chopping Gandhi down? <laughs> are you saying Gandhi was impure? Why is he so associated with... Purity, because I think he has. I think he had some good points. You know, I think Gandhi. Made he had some. some great well, every man has a bad day. He had some questionable vices. Yes, yeah. but I think Gandhi made. Some are great you points, really chopping Gandhi? Gandhi. Gandhi? I'm saying that he's like Tom is chopping Gandhi Listen, right now. I'm saying 
if you're putting forward me or Gandhi to test tears, I'd say maybe go with Gandhi, but maybe not. Now I'm questioning everything I know. Yeah, well, I'm I'm saying, though, shit. If we're trying to find pure... Is Gandhi impure? I'd say, Ask Tom. I'd say he's not pure enough to test tears. To be honest, I don't think anyone can be pure enough for Tom because he's just he just loves chopping. We are trying to find someone pure enough to test the purity of tears. So I'm saying let's do our due diligence. Let's just throw it at a Gandhi. I'm, mate, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm just a little. I'm just a little rattled that Gandhi, who may or may not be with us, might be impure. <laughs> Gandhi died in 1948. Well, so he's dead. Oh my God. <laughs> Did he? Definitely not with us. Okay. Val- I thought he was still doing tours and yeah, shit. Yeah, gone too soon. I, getting I honestly thought someone? he had a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> am, I th- am I thinking of the Dalai Lama? Yeah, Is he are. still with us? No, nah, he's still with us. Is he pure enough for you? Dalai Lama's pure. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I, I was thinking of the Dalai, the Dalai Lama. Lama. Yeah. I'll give you that. I'll pay you that. I can see you. Thinking can you see how I got confused? I can see that. I can yeah. see that. Because I, th- I was like, what? He's dead? Really? No, nah, no. Nah, Dalai Lama's still doing the Put it this way. Not only do we, we have it needed, like we, tear liquor is great, but if you've got a mate that you think is too good of a bloke, introduce him to Tom and then he can chop him down. I'll chop him you. down. We've also got a, a chopper. He brings people back down earth. Yeah. And that is Tom. Yeah. Um, he brought Gandhi back down earth. Gandhi's a fucking nobody now. Well, Gandhi, I'm <laughs> just saying, Gandhi has a past. <laughs> Allegedly. It's a little bit, who the fuck's Gandhi now? You yeah, know? yeah, Tom just chopped him out of existence. Well, he's no Dalai Lama. <laughs> Until we find out something about him. <laughs> Who else are we cancelling? <laughs> Let's just cancel everyone. Jesus, don't go after the Dalai. No. Not, not Dalai, like I'm honestly. I'm not going after anyone. I'm just being presented the facts. Dude, if you start chopping Dalai, I'd be <laughs> no. Dalai, Dalai. How Dalai's are you a good it? friend. Dalai Lama, good friend. Now, <laughs> um, okay, so Dave Warner, we, he's hero this week. Yeah. Yep. No, hero until the first ball or the first test <laughs> no, in Brisbane until, hero in until, December. And if he if he gets a ton that first test, then he's still a hero. Okay. So he, he's, if he gets like if he if he gets like a fifty, he's a hero. Yeah, still. if he gets a fifty, he's still good. But if he gets out fucking third ball, <laughs> tough, tough stuff. He will bring that back up like it's like you know what we're just gonna well, get back to that old. Well, it'll thing. just be it'll start going right now. It's like David Warner's fucking you know killing it. To proved everyone wrong in the T20 because he was fucking he was given the ass by his IPL team. Now he's gone and won the fucking whole tournament. And he was player of the tournament in the T20s. If he gets out early in the first test, the headlines will be like, "Was that just a fucking wall pull in the mm. T20s?" And then we'll go, "Okay, second innings." And then if he gets out early, then starting to look like a wall pull. <laughs> I Does can guarantee you. I can guarantee you there will be. 70 articles talking about David Warner's place in the side. Yeah. Where Between does he sit with you guys, test? though? Where, where, like, in your mind, honest opinion, David Warner. Uh, I like him when he's playing well. Mm. But there's, like, like as in, you know, he's, he's not, like, a p- personality where you're, like, oh, he's a fucking great character and he's really good. But it's also, like... I, th- I think he's, he's fucking... He's good for the game. He's great for the game. His resume is pretty fucking good. Oh, he's an all-time great. Like, he's an all-time great. Yeah. He's done some incredible things. He marches to the beat of his own drum, which I don't mind. No. You don't see a whole lot of that in cricket. There's like, usually they're a bit Magoo, a bit quiet. Oh, he's Magoo, though. It's but just like, a good Magoo. But a different, sort yeah. of like outspoken, brash Magoo. But like, I mean, you know what else as well didn't help him is his uh, TikToks, which obviously is just a business move, I think, capitalizing on the Indian market. But his Indian TikToks are fucking bizarre. Yeah, but I, I think, think, that, we I think part of that was a bit eyes up. Like, ironically, he's not doing it. No, he's doing him not ironically. He wanted to get that Indian market, but like, is he? Which he got. He, he's yeah. aware. He's he's not not aware. Of oh no, happening. no, he's aware. What you know he's what I mean? Doing. Like, he's not doing it like I fucking love this shit. You know, like, it's is it more along the lines of like, 
Yeah, I understand this may look a certain way, but I'm about getting some quiche. No, that's. A, I think. I think. I yeah. think yeah. it's a. I think there's the awareness of that, but I think he also loved doing it. You look at his face in those TikToks. You're like, he's enjoying the fuck out of this right now, which is cool. He may be Jennifer Lawrence, though. Huh? He may be Jennifer Lawrence, though. Good actor. Well, he could be Jennifer Lawrence. <coughs> Shout out to Jennifer Lawrence. Shout out, Jennifer. But at the moment, David Warner, hero. hero. I hero. like David. Okay. Now, uh, I asked Finchie this, but um, I'll ask you guys this as well. How much they, they win the, the T20, how much does this affect their preparation for the Ashes in such a short time? Now, I understand that very different games, but winning is winning. It will it'll affect them to a certain point. Like, Steve Smith will be fine. Mm. David Warner, I worry about because he hasn't played a whole lot of red ball cricket. He opens the batting, completely different fucking situation. Like they haven't played it. He hasn't played a test or any red ball cricket since like February or, or even January. Well, no one has, have they? Well, England's played in like no, but I'm talking about Australia. Yeah, but I'm saying there's plenty of blokes that would be in the side that are playing yeah. shield cricket. It's not great. It's not ideal. I think it's we're all talking about right? mate. Yeah. It's the 7th of November, which I mentioned earlier. The first test is on the 8th. December. Fucking yeah, there's no time zero fucking time. Will they even get a fucking think, shield game in? I think, they get, I think they won maybe one or two. And they'll have an intramatch as well. Right. A three-day intramatch. Are they doing that? Because yep. they were supposed to play Afghanistan, but that got cancelled. Nah, they're playing the an intramatch in Brisbane. I think it's December one. Yeah. Afghanistan's right. bit red it's, Look, it's, it's, yes. it's a long fucking way from ideal. Yeah. It's but a it's long a, like way. cricket always but like cricket is kind of like that to a degree. Anyway, obviously you'd like a bit more of a lead in, especially with the Ashes, but they play so much cricket and just bounce between fucking formats that you'd also hope that they're a bit sort of used to it now. Is there any world, and again, this is coming from a guy that knows nothing about cricket, is there any world world where the Ashes can be played in a way that the T twenty style suits us? So for example, and again, I could be talking absolute nonsense. Let's say we need to chase runs or there's a period where we need a fucking a lot of runs in a short period of time. Is that where tier 20 can style can help us or not really? It doesn't, doesn't translate. Mm. I think it's look. And again, this is probably where like we're talking about as much shit as you are, but like not really like you can, the T20, the situation in a T20 is like, you just go out there and swing the fuck out of it. The pitches are very different. Mm. That doesn't mean to say that the skills of a T20 player who can just go after a bowler and score runs quickly isn't helpful in the test arena. But Which it, has been a hallmark of some of David Warner's like yeah. memorable <laughs> innings is where he'll just fucking pound the bowlers out of the attack. Like he was yeah. a T20 player before he was a test player. Okay. Like he's got like, he's got like a 60 ball, 69 ball 100. Like, it doesn't translate really. No, it's not like great T20 players. Because you've got players. five days, and if you're going to be chasing runs where you'd need to sort of go out and swing from the hip, it's going to be against an, an aging ball or like a deteriorated pitch. So it and doesn't it's a really. a bad place to be in anyway. You, you don't, don't want to be in that position. Yeah, yeah, you don't no, want to be okay. in a position where you've got to go okay. fucking um, psycho. Well, all right. We will stay on top of that. Also, we're going to do some Hello Sport Live beers and footy for mm-hmm. the test. Are we? Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, I don't know if I'm invited. I think last time I was invited. Was I not invited last no, time? No, you were invited. Okay, you were invited. Yeah, you, uh, you know, you obviously just... Tom we, and I have already lined up quite a few guests, so we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to see how you fit in the schedule. Okay, obviously. sweet. But, well, um, do you just let me know, please? Uh, um, they might, look, there might be room. So inspired unemployed boys coming on. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, uh, Mitchell Pierce flow-on effect. Um, Danny Badiris uh, has given a hint that Ponga may switch to the halves. He said there are options including buying a halfback or going another way and buying a fullback. The way we play, the more time Caelan Ponga touches the ball, the better the team is going to be. Thoughts, they've tried it before, of bringing the great, the sexy, the moving of your hips, KP Wax, Caelan Ponga. 
two six. Mate, I don't really know. Like, it's a he seems so suited to fullback at the moment, and he plays so fucking well there mm. that I would be hesitant to move him to six just because, oh, maybe we'll get a fullback <laughs> instead. Like, I think they're better off getting a half mm. than moving Kalung. Were we, we saying it on this? It's not that easy to move. Like, people no forget way. when Darren Lockyer moved, he was not great at six. Oh, he got peppered by yeah. the media. But didn't we... And Kalung hasn't played well at six when he has played. But Kalung also hasn't <clears throat> played enough at fullback. You know, like in terms of... Like just getting years under just his getting belt. Just getting years under his belt. Miles totally under agree. the legs. He's not that old. How well, old is he? I think he's 23, 24. But the thing that with Kalen is like, I don't want him making tackles. Like, I don't. His body already has been banged up. Mm. Getting him in that six role, I just kind of feel like I don't want him getting his body banged up anymore. He's my Ferrari. Mm. I just want him in attack. So I understand. Like, why? What I don't get is like, why not? You know, play him. You can play him in attack at six, but keep him at fullback in defence. Because like, look at like a Joey Manu who was playing like a fullback from wing. Look at Tom Trevojevic. It's in, in origin, he was a centre playing like a fucking whatever he wanted. Surely there's a way they can integrate Roma. him before that. Rover. Rover. Yeah. Rover. Zero. That was a new that was a position you came up yeah. with. Yeah, that's right. Um, Correct. So, look, I just – I don't know why they keep trying to push him to six when, as you said, again, Ponga, incredible. But I want to I see him establish himself as one of the best fullbacks in the game that he mm. can be. The other thing for me is like he – he wins so many games for them at fullback. 100%. Crazy. Like all the fucking time. Mm. And Literally I'm just sort of like, what? Where's the advantage? Yeah. You, need, you either need to be a great side to fucking win anything. You either need to go and buy a fucking good fullback. I, don't, I couldn't name one. Or you have to go find a fucking good half. Yeah. Like you're in this, you're in a shit position either way, really. <clears throat> it's the weakening of strength to strength and a weakness yeah. as well. But what, what is like, you know, you've got a gun fullback. That's what you know. Yeah. Yes. So why go down? You a position? might have. Hundred yeah. percent. You might have a good six. You but might at the have end of the a good day, six. You you either need a fullback, which you don't have, and I can't name one that you could get, or you need a six. Yeah. Which I couldn't really name one that you can get. Well, well you, or you go. Uh, aren't they looking for looking we'll after? Play Clifford at six. Luke and then Well. Yeah, so... So what, they'd move Clifford to seven and then him at six? That's the the plan, would move Clifford to seven. But Clifford's also young, even though I thought he was good when he got down there. But I agree with you. Like, what you do know for sure is Caelan Ponga on his day is a top three, four fullback. Yes. Could even be the best fullback eventually. If you move him to six, he might be good at six. And whoever you buy might be good at fullback. That's two unknowns instead of just being like, we know we've got one of the best fullback. We put it this way. If you keep him a fullback, you know for sure you have a premiership winning fullback. Like, he can win a premiership. He's good enough to do that, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, I agree with do you guys. Do you think guys. he'd prefer to play fullback? Or is he... I'm not sure. I think he's pretty cruisy, to be honest. I think he just loves playing footy. Like, he just loves being around the ball. Put it this way. On his day, top three fullback. Top three, top four. On his day, is he going to be a top three, top four, six? Not, not initially. Not straight away. No, it's going to take away. a while. Um, now, I, I think the tough thing at the moment is a lot of the stories that we're reading are just media just like, fuck it. It's off-season, baby. Yeah, These off journos, it's Mayo season. You know, apparently, yeah, it is <laughs> Mayo season. It's Mayo, Mayo season. season. This it's is where Buzz yeah. does his best work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mayo season. North Sydney Bears, they're coming back. Mm. Every, every single club that has had a sniff of playing NRL or being associated with NRL apparently is coming back yeah. next. I think there was actually, you know what, there was like a sleeping giant today that we were... Yeah, there was. It was yeah. like there was a sleeping giant. It was like the Jets fucking... I love... Something, something. It was just like... 
I love the North Sydney Bears chat oh, every dude. year. Oh, North Sydney this Bears. is like the fifth or sixth article as well yeah. this off-season. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, well, the, it's yeah, really quiet. The North Sydney Bears have been going hard this off-season. I love the, it. The $30 million sleeping giant, uh, the Orcas. Welling- Wellington Orcas. Orcas. And Brisbane Jets. I'm already in for the Orcas. Just I actually like the Orcas. I'm in for the Orcas. And the colours too. Cool. The Apex got, Predator of the Sea, yeah, bro. You've got Orcas v Dolphins, Battle of the Fish. They're not fish. That's the point. I'm into it. Look at this. <laughs> this is the start of the article. article. Um, and, and you know what? We understand. You've got to just create something. There's got to be something going on. Yeah. Almost as soon as the Dolphins were confirmed as the NRL, t- NRL 17th team, the conversation immediately shifted to who became the 18th. The losing Brisbane bids were upbeat and defeat, while Perth and a second side New Zealand also remained confident that they could still become expansion teams. It's like, oh, so everyone's just confident and yeah, sweet, yeah, good yeah. to go. Everyone's just like, sweet, we didn't get it. All good. What are the chances of a second Brisbane team? I'd say, third. well, no way. They'd be third, crazy. Yeah. They no need way. to expand. Yeah. It'll like, be Perth or, yeah, New Orleans. or New Zealand. Yeah, I think Perth is the, is the way to go. We've got to try to get into that market. Half just get someone over there. Um, even if they get belted every week, we just need a presence there. Um, I like the Orca name. I'm into it. I do like the Orca's name. Though. Sick name and the yeah, colours are like colors, a, a the teal. Orcas. I kind of like it. Mm, doesn't. Wellington, that, was it Wellington Orcas? I think it was a Wellington yeah, Orcas. Yeah, that sounds better. But the, the North Could Sydney Bears, I feel sorry for them because like every year they just get, there we go. Well, did you read what their, what their uh, latest idea was, the Bears? Oh, yeah, I'm cool with that Orca. That's oh, actually colors. that's actually sick. Sick yeah. colours. Can, can you that. make cool. sure you put it up on the screen? I love that. Yeah. So like, fuck, it's mad. That's mad. That's yeah, sick. I I'm, like those colours a lot. Yeah. I'm all about the orcas. Unique colours, and it's like kind of cheeky with the fucking fangs and shit. Yeah, that orca looks badass. Did you hear what the bears wanted to do? Well, they wanted, they wanted to become like a half Sydney, half Central West club. So they play games in like Bathurst and Dubbo. Because they were like, we'll Dubbo just call ourselves Cowra. the Bears. We don't need a location either. Be the country like the team. Dolphins. Yeah, but then they were like, oh, but we'll also play like five or six games at North Sydney. And I'm like, yes, yeah, sweet. And then like eventually they'd just be playing like All one games. game in Dubbo and yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. nine, ten, So they tried to go games. the country out and use us country lads as fucking... They tried to use the country as leverage. I hate like, getting used what? like that. You're not a country guy though. Let's just I can't believe they would use us, the, the plight that we go through, We've the struggle the videos, that we go through. We've got the receipts. you saying when you're they talking They would use our Murray, struggle and plight. The North Sydney country. Bears were not referring to the leverage <laughs> of Queensland Coasties. No. I just, I just can't Sorry. believe you know the loyalty that us Queen country Glen lads Coasties. are known for. They're trying to, they're trying to exploit the country lad loyalty that we have, and it's you're just a, disappointing. You're a surfy dude. You're a Queensland um, coast. Very surf. disappointing. Very disappointing. Uh, but I, I think you know Finchie brought up a good point a few weeks ago. It's like they can't go Brisbane because that's not. He's right. That's not really expansion. That's just like another team in Brizzy. Yeah. An expansion has to be Perth, Wellington Orcas. I love the Wellington Orcas. I'm. Uh, they I'm look. Bullish. Yeah. That is that like sort of like old school. 90s colours. Yeah. And the logo looks like those. Does anyone remember those Street Sharks? Yes. yes. Street Sharks were sick. Street Sharks were sick. Oh, yeah. the Street Sharks. I'd love, I, I think that. that I'm sick. almost like Camp Walker. Yeah. Now, just on like colours and logo alone. Yeah. I know yeah. that might seem. Well, that's how we make all our decisions, really. Silly, but. Purely I mean, vibe. I don't think it's silly. Uh, and then just underneath that, the article is never say never. Inside bears push for an error return where nothing is off the table. Well, no, it sounds like it. everything's on the table for the poor old bears. Oh, I, will, I respect the bears for never giving up. They do never give never up. Give but up. it's also like you've got to know when to give up. Yeah. <laughs> no one to hold them, no one to fold them. Yeah. No one to do you reckon they know internally though, like it's all a bit of a... 
Do you or, do you, or are they like just do they? Because they have so much history. Are they being used and abused good, every good. off season and they don't know it? And the journalist's like, "Fuck it, we'll get a couple of stories." The journalist's like, bears. "Fuck, we got no fucking news." And then someone goes, "You know what to do? You know what to do? Call the Bears. Call, Call Billy. The bears. Fucking bears. bears. News rates. It does. They rates. are passionate fans, though. Was it true that they hadn't won a comp since 1920? Like the Bears the were time. dog shit. No, I know, but like they hadn't won a comp since 1920. I think in the <clears throat> whether it was the most recent Bears article or a fucking another one that I was reading, but it was like Billy Moore and shit talking about like the players at the time felt like failures because they fucking this club yeah, all this that. history died on their watch. Yeah, they they won in 1921 and 1922. You know what I, I think could work though is if we kick Manly out of the club uh, comp and then we bring in North Sydney Bears. That fuck, could work. Why would you do that? Well, North Sydney clearly has more fans already. Um, what are you talking about? They've every got year. like one guy talking to fucking Buzz Rothfield every weekend and going like, boy, we'll come back. And like, yeah, I bet you will. <laughs> Mate, there's a handful of suburbs that support the North Sydney Bears, mm. whereas Manly's got the entire Northern Beaches all the way up through the Central Coast, all the way up to Newcastle. That's Manly Some Seagull. fucking Manly. That's Manly Seagulls territory, Manly bro. are huge in Newcastle as well. Really? <laughs> um, <laughs> Maybe not massive, but <laughs> now this, there'd be a couple of fans. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, the Luke Brooks chat. Do you, like, what I don't get is, like, what, how come Luke Brooks hasn't just come out? Because, like, for example, Scott Drinkwater, that got pushed up with, like, you know, he may be going to the Knights. And then he has come out Oh, sorry, Cowboys have come out and said he's not going anywhere. But, like, I don't understand why, like, Luke just doesn't come out and just be like, oi, I'm staying at the Tigers. Like, Didn't the Tigers say he was staying there? But the Tigers, you know how they've been, like, they this, say one thing and then another thing happens. This is one of just the most enduring shit shows in rugby league. Like, Do you reckon should it's purely he... speculation from the journos, though? Do you reckon they're just using Luke Brooks because it's easy, like, it's off-season? When is his contract up? Like, another two years. Yeah, two years. So... They've just got a, well, a whiff or something and they're just but fucking... But they've got Jackson Hastings and they've got Adam Dewey and Luke Brooks. Not a huge fan of finals footy. But he just won player of the year. Which was controversial to say the least. But he did win it. Yeah. So the club loves the him. The club loves him. Yeah, the club loves he him. He clearly... Does he love the club? Like, did, But that's what I'm saying. Like, why hasn't... Like, again, he's, he's not, he doesn't have to do it. No. He doesn't have to do it. Maybe he doesn't want to entertain it because he's like, it's all just complete bullshit. But the journal... The, the, the media just pumping it. Yeah. Pumping it. And and I, I didn't speak about it for ages. And then eventually, like, if it's coming this much, like... Usually that's what they say, right? They smoke this fire yeah, to this a much. degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's this much, when it keeps, keeps coming up, keeps... And then Mitchell Pierce gets moved on. What's surprising for me is if not... If not Knights have obviously agreed to let Pierce go. Surely for them to say, yes, you can go, they've got 100% confirmation to his replacement. You don't say yes, you can go before you've got replacement. No, because no? that would be sheer and utter madness. So because they didn't need to. Do you agree? Like you signed a year. Going? Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Get out, bro. Oh, as in, don't get me wrong. I think everyone thinks yeah, fucking earth, get out. But I don't mean that from, in a bad way. Get out. No, no, no. no like, like go, go get the crumpets. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. Go it's and like, get the crumpets. Every single post where it's like you know pieces released or whatever, I just see the thing crumpets, <laughs> crumpets. <laughs> yeah. But not knowing who they've. Someone put their crumpets out. We were getting sent ones where these guys like putting the crumpets outside yeah. their fucking house. In like seven celebration of yeah. it. Yeah, put your crumpets out. <laughs> put your crumpets out, which I, I loved. Yeah. yeah. Well, but without knowing who they've earmarked as his replacement, <clears throat> it's hard to say. Because like on the face of it, they don't have anyone, right? And yeah. I'm like, well, what the fuck's that about? But like, if you're Luke Brooks, I don't know. He, I think he needs a sea change. Why stay at the fucking Tigers? <clears throat> Luke needs a sea change. Change is good as a holiday. They say Fucking that. oath it is. You know what? He, you know what he needs? He needs obviously change, but also you know when chicks break up with their boyfriends and they get a haircut that's quite drastic. Yes. I think he needs to 
do that as well. He needs a change of look, a like glow everything. up. He needs a glow up. He needs a glow up. And I tell you, he could give him one of the great glow ups all time. John. The greatest footballer of all yeah. time, Joe Johns. Yeah. He even had a few glow ups himself. Let's get him living with Kalen. That's my, maybe that's why Luke's not saying anything. He's like, bruh, I got this offer over here from the Knights. Mm-hmm. Joey offering to glow me up. I'm going to go move in with oh. Kalen. Oh, I'd be like 100% percent if yeah. I'm Luke Brooks because it's like he's stuck in mud at the Tigers. He probably needs a bit of anywhere. a brand overhaul as well. You know, like he can get a cool haircut. He can start dressing fresh like the lads. Yep, mm. yep. Start oh. fucking being seen out at some events. Yep, he can start like just doing cool shit. Just mm. doing cool shit. Like, get, pick up a camera, start taking some photos. Yep. Maybe buy a new stick, go out and fucking catch a couple with Joey. Oh, mm. fuck yeah. You couple of waves. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Down at Merriweather? Sure. Yeah. Now we're talking. A few like little tattoos of like a smiley face yeah. and like a stick. Yeah, yeah, but, they, or they, but like, and. I think Julian Wilson lives there. Like, Maybe he goes out and gets a couple with him. But you know what I mean? Like now he looks sleeve. like a motherfucker. Yeah, he is a Just like real, like plotted all over the body. Not a full sleeve. You don't get None related to each other. No, subtle. Yeah, all subtle kind of. This this, this means this. You know, get the get the fucking get the like the hair forward like the simple jack haircut. Yep, yep. Or goes curly like Ponga like curly hot guy. Mm. That's true. Like the oh, is it wet? Is it not? Yep. Is it just fucking? Did you glorious? do your hair or did you literally just wake up and be like, oh fuck this way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I or think Brooks blonde, can pull that off. Just fucking peroxide it. That's the biggest change. Like that is a go-to for rugby league players. Is like fucking, I'm getting blonde hair. Yeah, he could go peroxide with like the simple jack fringe. You could, and then or like. The Hulk Hogan, like, I'm brown. Like, my hair's brown, but I'm just going... Yeah. With work. a simple jack fringe. Combine, like, fucking four different hairstyles. Then have a ponytail at the back. You, you know, know what? Talking. You know what would rate is a show that was a Joey glow-up? And, and he glow, glows them up everything from like the look to ride. play. Yeah. No, like, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, but it's like... It's Joey glowing yeah, for what he plays eights, up. Eights eye for the dude that hasn't made finals. <laughs> Or eight, the eight but side for the legs. new guy. It's, it's got it for the new guy. Boom. Eight side for the new guy. Eight Love side it. for the new guy. That is a. Sh- I'd watch that shit. I'd watch the fuck out of Holy that. Holy shit. Um, eight, eight bit of footy in there. Bit of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit of style. Bit of few beers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, plenty. Um, maybe even a little bit of a controversy where like they argue with each other and he's like, I'm the fucking eight. Get out yeah. of here, dog. And then Luke's yeah. like, What the fuck? And they sort of. But then they come then together because you've got to see conflict. Yeah. And then Brooks is like, I want player of the year last year. Yeah. And he's like, I'm the fucking eight. How many cups you want? I want two by myself. Yeah, and he's wearing his Dalliams around his neck and he's doing it. And then you know how they come together? They're both like hugging each other and he's like, I got a bucket ass too. Yeah. Like, that's that's the yeah. thing that brings them together. They both got bucket asses. They both asses. got big fat asses. Yeah. Joey I, helps him like fucking get his jeans on. Yeah, that would be good. That like, would be, and that's how it ends. Yeah. Yes. That's lovely. And and it's fully like a thought Instagram post of like Luke Brooks with the music on going, I can't get my fucking jeans on. And then Joey, come on. Like, let me show you. And then they still don't win the comp. <laughs> I'm <laughs> now convinced more than ever that Luke Brooks needs a glow up he needs a glow up mm. needs a good new glow up and Kalen Ponga mixed with Joey do we give him Botox I know he's young but like fuck it he's I mean, not that young he's, he's not, not, he's not young. young enough for Botox oh, look, you know the Tigers have been struggling and that would have aged him a lot fuck yeah he's actually only 18 years old yeah. he looks fucking 30 get rid of the crow's feet yep Cut, look, maybe some lip fillers look it's a new age it's a new age. Um, just filler him up. In yeah. a world where you can have a cock and be a witness, I think he can get some Botox. Yeah. Um, 22 or whatever he is. 26. <laughs> but it is interesting that I, I want to know who's going. Like, if, if no one's going to Knights, where do you – do they make the eight this year? No. If Pierce no. isn't there? No. Is Corey Norman anywhere or is he retiring? I, I don't know. I, he's I, not I, that fucking old, is he's, he? No, he's, I think, he's like 30. And he's like – he gets a lot of slack, and don't get me wrong, I know he hasn't delivered on the promise that he showed, but he hasn't been 
that bad. No. Like, you know, and maybe I'm biased because I'm mates with him. But when I watch his game, as I said, yes, obviously has Does he go in and out of games? Uh, yeah, a little bit. But, like, there's still – I just – I don't think he's been, like, so bad that he can't bounce back and yeah. play in a role. Like, there were, it was only, like, what, last year or the year before – Played Origin. He played Origin, and and he was playing pretty good footy. Um, so I think he's probably just waiting for a good deal. I, I look. Has I, he got crumpets on the mind? You reckon? Well, maybe, but again, he's he's such a cruisy dude. I don't know if he'd want to go and live in you know a, a cold England place. I'm I'm not sure. It's it's strange. Like he surely can get a training trial somewhere. Mm. Surely, um, it would be yeah. It would be it would suck because Corey Norman had so much potential, man. Like you know he was a good ball player, great ball runner, very deceptive. You know, I think it was at the Eels they came, they made it to the prelim maybe, or whatever. So like he's a he's a good footy player. Again, I know I'm biased because he's my mate, and I know a lot of St George fans will be sitting there going, "Fuck off!" Like we, you know, we lost this that next thing. But I'm like, I mean, let's be honest though, Dragons fans were struggling before he got there. Was it your club? Yeah, struggling before he got there. Again, that's not not excusing. I'm not saying that he killed it or whatever. I'm just saying I do believe there's plenty of footy left in Norman, just like I believe there's footy left in Ash Taylor, in Luke Brooks. Um, I think we're very quick to just, just like, that's it. Scrap done. Yeah, scrap, done. Um, so very interesting to see what happens there. Um, but Luke Brooks' goal is the way to go. Now, this is very bizarre. I don't – a huge grain of salt here because I'm not, I haven't seen um, a quote saying this, unless you can find the quote, Matt. But apparently Hughes has informed the Storm that he will not take up an option – uh, in his contract for 2024 and instead will go to market to secure a long-term deal. His manager has said the Dolphins are genuine option for him and they have held preliminary talks, but said Storm are in the box seat. Now, the only reason why we're talking about this is because his manager has said the Dolphins are interested. So it is bizarre that this early we are talking about this. So please take this with a grain of salt, um, but very strange times. Tom. I got a question. Yes. He can't negotiate with any club for like five years, right? No, he c- can't. You like not negotiate with another club until the fucking November the year before. Well, he like- can sign. So as of November the first, two thousand twenty-two, he can sign with another club. So, so okay. I'm pretty sure that he could. That you can talk to clubs really at any time. I think talk, but you just can't. You can't formally talk. You can't formally like enter That's negotiation. Preliminary. Um, what the fuck's a formal talk? Well, like, you, you know, you're sitting down, here's an offer, we want you, you know. No 69ing. In no 69. You can no. wind down, you just can't do the 69 part. Okay. That makes and that's sense. the difference. Yeah. And that is the difference as yeah. it worked out last week. Yeah. Um, Pretty simple, really. No, yeah. it is. Okay. So, like, sure. I mean, am I that concerned this far out? You know so, what I mean? like, is the option in his contract just for the 2024 season? Yes. And he's not taking that up. So, but he's going to be playing at the Storm for the next two years at least. Uh, Unless they let him go. Yes. Yeah, 22, 23. Yeah. And then he's saying, instead of taking up that third option, which would be priced at X, yep. I'm about going back to the drawing board. How old is he? And you can pay me. He's about 26, y. 27. Right, so in fucking... So, so he's this, looking for another big boy? Uh, apparently he's on... The, the reports are 700k million. But I just want to be clear. A, a lot of the time, especially on this show, I'm always like, you know, the clubs have the power and, you know, they leak stuff. And this, this is a perfect case of a player manager... Leaking stuff and 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 um, you know going to the media to try and drive up Hughes's price. This is not the club doing anything wrong, and this I don't like. Like I don't like when player managers do this. I think I think it's unfair on the Storm with how good the Storm have been on Hughes. So again, I, a lot of the time people in the comment section will be like, 
you know, I'm very, I guess, player biased. But in this particular case, I do think it's unfair of his manager to even take this to the media um, because the Storm have been really good to Hughes. Mm. And I understand the manager's trying to do his job, but I really feel this could have been kept behind closed doors. Could Hughes not have told his manager not to do that? It's, it's not... You don't really, like, have... It's uh, look. I was never on that big a contract, so maybe it's different. Whereas, like, I had a weird relationship with my manager, where like it felt like I worked for him, like because it's such a <laughs> an age difference. Yeah. Like, you know, I was twenty years old; he's fucking forty five or whatever. Yeah, right. So, you know, it's you don't really, you know, or you don't really plan with him. Like, say this, don't say this. What I think has happened is like Jerome has said, I'm not taking the the, the option up. The manager's gone. Look, the best way to get you the most money is I'm going to go. He probably didn't say this to Hughes, but in his head, my job is to get you as much money as you can. I'm going to go to the public or leak it to the public via the media, which gets other clubs interested in knowing that you are available to talk soonish. Yeah. Um, also, uh, this is pretty subtle, but the quote is, we've advised Melbourne we won't be taking up the option at this stage for 2024. Yeah. So it's a, it's a pure play from the manager to get Hughes more money, which is fair enough. Just like a club is trying to get a player for cheap as, players trying to get more money. But again, I'm always saying it's unfair how the clubs have the narrative and they leak stuff. Now, in, in this specific case, I don't like the fact that his manager has gone public with this. I think it's unfair mm. on the storm, um, you know, to, to make this public. I don't, I don't, it just doesn't sit right with me. Mm. Um, this far out, like, it just doesn't I mean. sit right. It's just kind of like... I heard it this morning on the radio and I was like, okay, sure, dude. Yep. But it creates unnecessary tension now. Like unnecessary tension. Now, yeah. it's, he's clearly trying to get more money. What if the Storm say, you're absolutely not getting more money? Then now, now, two years before his contract ends, there's already tension of like, we aren't going to give you what it's you want. It's awkward. Instead of just being like, look, mate, we'll negotiate that down the line. Like, let's, let's get, you know, focus on footy. So... But Storm it is interesting. Storm are in a funny position though because like Hughes, big money, Munster, yep. big yep. money... Pappenhausen, big money. Grant, big yep. money. They can't afford all of them, surely. Absolutely. And the key is, is they never used to have to deal with this. Like when, when it was the Cronks, Slater and Smith era, again, maybe I'm wrong and I'm mis- uh, forgetting, so apologies if I am. But all, every, all the contract stuff was like behind closed doors, mm. whereas they're getting their main half not taking his option up two years before the option. Like, just relax, That's dude. bizarre. I, I don't, again, I'm I just not a... I know his manager's trying to do his job. I just... I, I just don't it feels a bit good. early to me. Yeah, it just doesn't Very feel right. Very early. And I, I don't think it, it... I just don't think it's fair on the storm, like, to put them in that position where now they have to, you know, move really early on something two years away, pretty much. Um, but Jerome Hughes, apparently he, he's on six to 700K. Again, it's just a report, so it could be completely inaccurate. How much do you think Hughes is worth on the open market? And where do you rate him as a half, as a premiership winning half? In the Storm system, like the way he played this year, you could argue he's close to a million dollar player. Yeah. Yeah. There are certainly clubs that would pay him that because, again, based on how he's playing, he, it's whether he'd be able to replicate that at another club. Like I wouldn't... <clears throat> He's a great player. So it's hard to know, though, like when you see all these players that go to Melbourne and then they go yeah. and fucking rip and then they leave Melbourne and they do That's my only, like, query around it is, like, is it the Melbourne system more than him or is he legitimately ripping and tearing? But on form alone, 
in his time, especially the last 12 months at the Storm, I think he's worth a million. But you've also got two fucking years before anyone's going to do anything anyway. So, like, your form could fall off a goddamn cliff. Well, I think that maybe what the player manager's play is, is like... Well, get the Storm to basically lock him in. Get the Storm to lock him in because he's hot right now. And, you know... Which, uh, yeah. Is it kind of a bumbling fucking move from the manager? Because the Storm are like, oh, oh, okay, brah. Yeah, this is our first contract negotiation. Fuck off. We'll yeah, deal with it later. I, I'm not sure. It depends how they react to it. I, again, I, I just don't like it. Like, just, just like I don't like it when clubs do this to players mm. and like leak, like, we're offering him 800k a year. We're, like, they leak it so it can't be brought back to them. And the, the journo's like, oh, yeah, that, you know. Such and such been offered a three-year deal worth a million a year, but the reality is the club's really offered him 600k. But what what happens is is the player looks like a piece of shit because the fans are like, "Are you serious? You're declining an, a million dollar a year contract?" I'm just using the a million dollars yeah, yeah, random yeah, number. Yeah. I don't like when clubs do that, and I and I don't like when player managers do this because it's like, bro, like this this could all be kept internal. Like it's two years away. You, you've got plenty of time to work through this. Is it the manager? making like putting it out there so that there is interest and you start to get a sense of what his market price might be so that it influences the storm's other signing decisions because they're like i'm going to be wanting this ballpark figure which is going to dictate how you spend your cap money and that's what i was just about to say is that the timing of this is interesting as you just exactly said because so many big players are coming off contract, I think the manager is going, fuck, they better keep some money in the cap for my boy. Because mm. if, if, if they sign all these players on big money, when my guy comes off contract, they're going to have no money. Mm. So you're totally right. Like the manager is probably timing it to let them know, oh, boy, boy, it's like, fuck around. Yeah. Keep some money in the cap for, for Hughes because he hasn't taken up his option and he will explore options. Um, so yeah, absolutely. But I just don't like the public. I don't like the public nature of it. Because mm. now your your main seven has said I'm not taking the option to say that, that the message that sends is it's just a it's not a good message to send. It's like when Munster kind of come out and was like, um, you know, I'd go back to up to Queensland or whatever. It you know a lot of the storm didn't really like the feel of that because it's like saying, oh, what you don't want to be a part of yeah, what yeah. we have here. You're you're looking uh, elsewhere. And so they kind of pulled him up with that. So. Look, I think Hughes on the open market. I think you'd let you know a seven to eight hundred for me is probably is where I'd land him. Um, I think that the million dollar mark, although he's a premiership winner, as you said, the risk of is it the Storm or is it him? It's it's clearly him. Like I, I honestly, right now he's probably probably the second best half in the game. Sorry. Isn't that technically in a million dollar player then? Do you know what I'm trying but, to but say? Yeah, yeah. A million dollars, like. You could see the dogs paying a million dollars. Like you could see clubs that need to spend overs yeah. to get a fucking gun. Oh no, yeah. no, I, I absolutely agree with Which you. I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm yeah, coming no, I'm from saying. a position of if it was my club. Yeah, so yeah, if, yeah. I, if I'm, I'm signing yeah. him, the concern I would have is the like the, the 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 brown the the Brisbane brown, brown snakes. Snake. Yeah, um, Brisbane brown snakes. We're going to contract table. It'd be like unbelievable player, top three, absolutely half in the game. But the storm system is so incredible. And it's not just the players around him, it's just the environment. First of all, I've got to be real with myself. Can the Brisbane Brown Snakes replicate that setup? Probably not. So not with that attitude, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> well what what the Hello Sport, what would your club be called? I mean, that's a good question. Kookaburras? We were just talking about our favourite birds on the podcast. I did the other steal day. your name though, the Brown Snakes. 
yeah. studies done. Well, that's true. But actually. it's been stolen. It's You've been stolen. It's been stolen. It's just, it's I mean, but that's how we work as a club. Well, you need an animal, though. Do you? Well, the punters and dribblers is a bit fucking. I mean, the storm isn't an animal. What about just the dribblers? Could do the dribblers. Could do the dribblers. I don't mind that. Um, I we'd like have, the dribblers. We'd have the fucking, Dubbo dribblers. We'd have half the Manly boys coming to jump ship. The Dubbo dribblers is fucking good. Mm. The Dubbo dribblers. dribblers. Yeah, that'd be great. Play at apex. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. So I stole from you, but I gave you something back. So mm. now, where you can't sue me in court, you you take it yeah. away, but you give us back. Yeah, you so back, you're not, you it. cannot sue the. No, uh, we can still snake. sue you for no, stealing. It's on. It's fucking live on. The, exactly, the thievery was fucking. No, but I gave you something back. You, and you just said up? yes. If you I steal your phone and give you a fucking paperclip, I've still stolen something. The double dribblers isn't a paperclip. It's a fucking. It's a home run. We know that. It's a home run. Take the home run, and we'll still sue. Yeah, because that's what we do. Because we're ruthless. That's I'll, why with our system's yeah. going to work. No, no, that's I'm going to sue it in because I don't give you permission to use double dribblers. Well, you already did. You don't own dribblers. You don't we own do. dribblers. No. We actually, we but have, I come sorry. up with the phrase. <laughs> and he owns dubber, so... I'm going to drag you through court. I can't wait. I'll see you, we'll see you in court. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we should have like a fake actual court and get someone to like judge it. Yeah, we've we got to get our arguments our together. <laughs> I don't mind that. You know what? Have you announced that idea for Magic Round or you haven't talked about it? Okay, all right. Well... That could be a part of it. <laughs> um, sorry, guys. That's VIP. Yeah, sorry, guys. No, sorry. Um, now, uh, yeah, so Hughes, interesting times. It's You know what? If you're Storm, you're sitting there going, fuck, this is the last thing we needed. Like, the, the cheese is on the market. People are trying to poach Munster. Um, is the thread unravelling? No, I think not. I think, I, I think the Storm, every year the thread nearly unravels and then they fucking kill us. I, I do think they're in unique territory where they're big dogs have been caught cleaning their clothes with Omo and that's never happened before. Yeah. You know, they're that's big dogs. That's what I'm of, saying. Yeah. Now blokes are trying to leave. Is there mm. also maybe a little, like every year we get less and less, um, I, what's the word? Less and less sort of uh, connected to the one club player idea. And like everyone's like, one club players are dead and largely they are. But like with every year you get away, like the younger generation are more like, this is a fucking business. Yeah. So, yeah, like, there's yeah. less of that, like, Melbourne Storm loyalty, fucking this is how we've always done it, mm. stick together, keep our big guns together. It's like, fuck that, new team. Yep. Get some of that fucking, I think know, it's To become- a degree, mm. like, if you, let, let's use the, the Turbos, for example. If Manly looks after them. They are, you could they're, 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 they're on huge money, though. It's yeah. more the middle of the range guys you're Yeah, but to that's keep. what I'm, I'm saying. One club player, if the money's... If the money's right. If yeah, the money's yeah. right. Yeah. But you're really under that sort of but that rings true with everyone now, right? But I'm saying the storm managed except for the last two years of Kronk's career, but like Smith and Slater. Yeah. Roosters did it for they years. They were also on like I'm what players are taking massive unders to start. Well Roosters did club. it for Roosters did it for a long time. They they had a group of five that had all kind of agreed we'll take unders. Yeah, but Manly did massive. it for a long time. Yeah, but okay, look what's Munster? Munster's on like eight hundred or something, isn't he? Or is he on a million? Uh, I think he'd been about eight, nine hundred. Because like Munster could literally be fucking given one point two, one point two, and you know daily wristies as part <laughs> I'll do of the, the contract. I'll do the wristies. There you go. To come to the Brown Snakes, like come yeah. to Brown but Snakes. He, so he's taken unders to stay. Yeah, that's like true. A, you get a wristy And day. the cheese, he would take unders. He, like that all you don't, you have I'll to give take him wristies too. There that's a go. good point. I'll do two wristies a day. Well, you got two hands, then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Same time, mate. Yeah. Piece of piss. Mate. You could get through more than two. You're fucking slacking off. Yeah, it's true. You Brisbane, get Brisbane through, Brown you snake, get through. Put it this way: Brisbane Brown, snake, Brisbane Brown snakes. You get a risky Suck. day in your contract. That's top right. thirty. Those triceps will be fucking top thirty. But if you're not in the top thirty, no risks. 
That's fair. Actually, if not in top 30, you have to give the Rissies. So how many are you giving out a day? Well, I'm going to bring in the, the, the shit kickers like reserve graders. They've got to come in and give the boys for a stick. You're not doing it? I'm going to do a bit of it, but I can't do all of it. So you do, oh, sort of, you do like the marquee play. Oh, if, if he's doing two a day each, 60 blokes, that, that's 60 a day. Yeah, but I like to, look, 30. I like to go off a quality. I don't want to just get through it. You want to go one and dine at 69. Yeah, okay. Well, well, but I mean, you know what? If it's, who knows? It could go further. If it's, if it's quick, it was probably good. So, I mean, it doesn't matter. As long as you're doing if your you job right. If you can get through them, then good for you. Yeah. Power to you. Yeah. Um, now, I forgot what we're talking about as we delved into the depths of it's depravity that is the Dirty Merger podcast. Yep. Um, but yeah, Hughes, it's a bit very interesting. Interesting times for the storm. Interesting times. Uh, I think that, you know, post, where we're still not through the post Cam Smith, Billy Slater, Cronk era, it's going to take a few years to really, like, really find out how much damage is done in the sense of like losing these goats, how much, you know, they, they had this record breaking year this year, but at the end of the day in the big game, like put it this way, if Cameron Smith plays this year, they probably win the, they probably win the grand final. Mm. I, like, I know, think they definitely do. You know, which, which they had their worst game. They're probably arguably like one of their worst games of the season. Absolutely. And so against Pen, was it Penrith? Yeah. yeah. Against Penrith. So they, they knock off Penrith in that game. You know, they could, they beat the bunnies. I reckon they, with, with the Cam Smith, yeah. which shows you like just how fucking, Good years, so it's going to take a few years to see life without them, where we, where they really land. You got a three-hour show with Cam Smith now. Yes, I do. I do actually. Forgot to announce. Congratulations. Um, that's, that's fucking. Exciting. That's mad. It's absolutely wild to think about a three-hour show with the greatest rugby league player of all time. Um, was last year an hour? Last year was like forty-five minutes. Um, so what? And this is like a full-blown motherfucking show. This is a motherfucker. Um, same so, sort of same sort of setup, or yeah, anything like, else you can report? Well, we'll we'll, get, we'll try and prepare it really well. So, like, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to sit down and basically put it in the show into sections. But the good thing is, is Ken Smith knows everyone, so it's going to have you'll have you might have guess. one hour of like great footy um, analysis, and then you might have an hour of like interviewing Bellamy and you know Brad Fittler. Yeah, and, yeah. So yeah. he's going to lean on not lean on, but call all these mates Thurston, the black book. so we'll do like an interview and then you know another hour of, of whatever yeah, so it's going to be epic bro like the 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 what we can deliver on that with Cameron Smith's connections yeah is absolutely wild like we'll be able to call essentially any NRL player past or present he hasn't called us yeah, has he? Cam hasn't Cam hasn't contacted uh I think he said to reach out though he did he oh. told me to tell you to reach out yeah. well now can you tell him to reach out as well you say reach so out I say him. you tell tell him that hello sports said to him to, for reach, him out. to reach out to us yeah okay so you want him and to we, reach out we first. reach out to nobody we don't reach out <laughs> so you don't reach out no so you, you just tell Cam to reach out so okay so I'll tell him that I went and told them to reach out to you but you said reach out back you reach out back yeah, yeah. but hasn't he already reached out by telling you to reach out no oh, but we no. want him to take you out of the reaching out yeah, so yeah. you go back to Cameron and say instead of reaching out through you reach out yourself directly, directly. okay so you don't yep. deal with middlemen no okay no. <laughs> Fuck like we appreciate like preliminary talks going that way that's fine yeah but you tell him that oh okay so th this is like prim preliminary negotiations yeah we, but we you feel you're past that point. yet so okay that's him reaching out to us okay and then we go okay. to dinner and we so see you it. give him our number you know what i'll try and get him i'll try and get him in a punters and dribblers hat how about that yeah. that'd be perfect that'd be nice that'd be nice yeah. and, um, and then and like probably putting on his instagram wearing the hat being like tom and eddie could you please fucking i'm reaching out i'm reaching out consider yeah. this me reaching yeah out. yeah come in and dine me and yeah you know, <laughs> the rest of it. Enemy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but it's going to be, as I said, it's going to be epic because, like, it's not going to be, you know, the locker room is, like, broken up to you get your, you know, best in the country interviews is crazy. You get your best in the country podcast, which is crazy when it comes to sport. Whereas this is going to be all in one every mm. week. Yeah. Um, so I cannot wait. I'm going to try to put a fair bit of resources behind it when it comes to like the filming of it correctly, flying up to to Gold Coast to do it. You know, so we've got you know it's all about vibe, as you know, being yes. in the same room. It's all vibe. It's all vibe. Uh, so very exciting times. Every single Thursday, nine till twelve, Cameron Smith and myself, and we are going to have guests from every sport, the biggest dogs in the country. We're going to have deep, deep analysis. Like, like some of the stuff he says off air when he's talking about like breaking down like teams and shit is yeah. wild. You're going to get all that. We're going to break down big plays, everything. Get him so on a whiteboard. In. Get him on a whiteboard. Get him on a whiteboard. Oh, he'd Love work that. a whiteboard. He'd work a he'd whiteboard. Work a fucking oh, yeah. whiteboard. <laughs> yeah. Into the ground. Um, now, uh, re- only reports and speculations, but it seems Munster is no longer an option for the Dolphins, according to Dean Ritchie, who spoke with the club. He sets to sign a deal to remain a one-cup player in Melbourne. This is really smart by Melbourne. You know, he goes through the tough times. He comes out. He's seeming fresh and happy. When I spoke to Munster recently, he seemed, you know, recharged and ready to go. Smart by the Melbourne to go at this point in his life where he's happy. You know, he feels like he owes the club something. Lock him in. Keep him down there. And to be totally honest... I want Munster to stay at the club and be a one-club player. He's a storm through and through. Um, and uh, you know what? That Brizzy life, it's not good, baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, stay down and that's it. You've got a couple of weeks in the off-season. There's yeah. OMO everywhere. There's OMO it's everywhere. It's fucking OMO for days. Um, there's OMO in Melbourne, but there's not as many people with cameras yes. who want to catch there's you. Not, yeah, most people don't know who the fuck he is. Yeah. 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 And camera like phones. God walking around Brisbane, man. Yeah. Camera phones that haven't come out yet in Melbourne. So no, 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 they that's haven't. also they, a positive. Well, they, they have, but they're all just such fucking well. fast-sniffing hipsters. They use uh, film. Offense. Film. <laughs> Smoking. They, they use smoke signals. Yeah, yeah. they got to get them developed and shit. Um, now, Kevin Walters has said Adam Reynolds is a strong candidate to be the Broncos captain. Payne has agreed. But also, uh, threw in Kurt Capel. Look, I think you have to either go Adam Reynolds or Kurt Capel. I would go Adam Reynolds because he's a premier. He captain last year. Went to the grand final. Where do you see, where do the Broncos lie for you? You know, where do they lie for this season coming up? Seriously. Honestly, I think they'll make the eight. I think that be you'll cool. be 9 to 12. 9 to 12? Yeah. 8? Yep. I think okay. they just scrape in. Yeah. That'd be a win for me. 8 to 10 is where I'm lying. Yeah. 8 to 10. I don't think you'll make the 8. You don't I think, think I'll make Because I think Newcastle will fall out. There's a position there like based on yeah, last year. You know what I mean? Sharks are actually probably looking better. Sharks are looking pretty looking good. The Broncos, like, mate, with Adam Reynolds in there, which is like the half was the biggest fucking problem last year. Kurt Capewell... Beautiful stuff, Payne Haas, strength to strength. Solomon Cobo at the back there, Paddy Carrigan back to full strength. Um, yeah, I think Adam Reynolds is right. Uh, yeah, now. I think I think eight to ten's okay. about spot on. Uh, Cade Cust leaves Manly, signs a deal with the great Wigan Warriors. Yep. Thoughts. Flags at half mast across yeah. the peninsula, and you know. Cade Cust was a core of your like a Cade Cust. Every yeah. team needs that. Every team needs it. a Cade. He's the greatest Cade of all time. Whoa. Big call, but it's the right call. call. But it's, a, it's the right call. There's it's no the right call. There's no other way to look at it. The greatest cat of all time leaves the NRL, leaves the Manly Seagulls. I don't know if this is true, Matty, but I read it from a dribbler in a comment, so it might be, that Manly have maybe done something with him where it's like when you come back, you come to Manly. And I'm just thinking, he's 23 years old, greatest cat of all time at 23, unprecedented. You go over to Wigan, you go and win a couple of Man of Steals, Daily Cherry Evans gets a little bit older and a little bit older and a little bit older. You come back, we're looking for a half. Cade slots right back in. He's gone and played consistent big boy footy, pounding the fuck out of losers in the Super League. 
Are we are we in Jamie Lyon territory of go Super League, rip and tear, come back, rip and tear? Oh, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. What do you got there, Matt? Uh, as part of the release agreement, the Seagulls will hold an option to recontract Cade should he decide to return to the NRL. Bang. There we go. That's Cade goes over. Two, two man of steals. Stiff shit, Pierce. Two comps. He'll win. Yep. Then he comes back refreshed, revitalised, ready to go. He's become an even greater Cade. Well, he's also thickened up. In he's his... thickened. He's, he's, he's become a, an, an even greater Cade. Cade. Yeah, an international Cade. A Cade of, of substance and of consequence. Yep. He comes back in, much like Killer did when he left and came back to Manly. And, you know. We win comp after, we win comp, comp, after comp after comp. After comp after comp after comp. You pair after that comp, into. After comp. Um, a, after comp. Every team. We are obviously on the lookout for a Cade as a club because every club worth its salt needs a Cade. We know that. Well, he's technically still. He's technically still with us. So. Sort of. What we've done is we've actually just signed like another four brothers. So. If you don't have the Cade at your club, the caveat to that is if you have at least seven brothers from that one, makes or up two, for one, Cade. one or two oh. gene pools, yeah. then that makes up for a Cade. So we've got three turbos and we've got four finals. So we're yep. actually looking all right. Have you seen the, the young final that signed like one of the biggest deals in yeah. fucking history? I haven't, history. Seen, Latu, any, haven't seen Latu, his highlights, Fainu. but Latu... Big deal. Uh, yeah, big deal. Apparently he gave fucking SG Ball a real working over. Well, I think yeah. he was like 15 and he won. Oh, Harold like Matz, maybe it was. 16 or 15, he won. It was a year up and he won the player of the series or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, Rips and tears. Interesting, though, from Manly, it's, it seems that they've kind of said, look, we need you playing a high level of footy, leading a team around. And, like, you know, obviously you want to make money, so why don't you go to a Super League and then come back? You know, it's very interesting that they've said, like, if you come back, it has to be here. So I actually think it's more of a. Like, it's genuinely, we need you to develop and you're not going to develop enough in, in New South Wales Cup. Yeah. So go get your money, go get your man of steals, your crumpets even, come back um, and get the job done. So yeah. very interesting. That's, very manly play, that's just manly playing eyes up footy. Well, yeah. it, it would be very, like, super smart. If he is the guy they hope that places Cherry or at least, you know, helps replace Cherry when he moves on, it's super smart. Because by that stage, Cherry's, what, 33 years old, 34 years well, old? That's yeah. it. He comes back. This last year, kid's got fucking, you know... Cade's a good player. Cade's a good player. Yeah. Like Cade, I was surprised didn't, when he didn't, didn't win the hooking role. Well, yeah, exactly. So were we. And then obviously, you know, Croaks became the greatest hooker in the game. <laughs> just it happened that way. He, he honestly was one of the most improved players in the game. That's Without no G up. He, well, he just took his opportunity and ran with it. He did. And it, it is what it is. But I thought Cade did a job. He did a job. Every time he came in, he did a Cade's job. Cade's always do a job, though. They do. Sometimes too. Sometimes they've got a couple of jobs. Multiple incomes. Revenue streams. But... Sad to see him go. Well, Cade's a jack of all trades. Yeah, he is. Jack of all Cades. Cade's a jack. Jack of all Cades. All Cades can be known as jacks. Of all <laughs> trades. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anthony Griffin is set to play Jack. Jack. Yeah. Not a Cade. Not jack. a Cade, he's a jack. Uh, jack Bird at lock. Which Not a real I, bird. I think that finally is where he belongs. I like that. I thought that was where he was playing most of the season. No, nah, he moved. He moved between, and he's been since he's been down at Dragons. He's actually been really good, really good. He yeah, yeah. Fucking oath he has. Played a bit of six, I think. Played a bit of fullback, but I, I think he's old enough now. Got enough weight in his body. Put him at lock. He's a great ball player. Great strong ball player, uh, ball runner. But also just the energy he's going to be bringing through the middle. You know, he's a tough pre. Tough. Mm-hmm. Hopefully now, if he's injury free, I think that's good. And I think you put develop in the Develin in the front row. Because the game's sped up so much, you know, you've got a more mobile front row. Yes, he's not as big, but 
Fuck, he can chop through the middle. Great tackling technique. Um, yeah, he put Jack Bird at 13. Where do, you, where do you see the Dragons next year? Do you think that do they do the same thing every year? They start I think really they well. They start well. Yep. They'll be and in, then they, they might be winning the comp. Then they'll be like top four. Then They've be also, top eight, but like be... they haven't really, from memory, I often tune out when the Dragons are brought up, but they haven't really replaced, like they don't have, they've, they haven't replaced the players they've lost. So they're like, yep. they're, they're fullbacks between. Sloan and Ramsey, so it's not exactly like tier one yet. Well, Sloan of. is a gun. I know he's a gun, right? Yeah. And, and seeing him play, I was like, why the fuck were they bringing Dufty back a lot of the time? Because he is a gun. Yeah. But just like, there's a, there's a few unknowns with the Dragons. Sloan, they've let some Amon, go. Sullivan, um, all guns. And they've got their Faygai uh, twins on the wing. Uh, one's a winger. I think one might be a centre. But anyway, they've got good youth coming hmm. through. But, but that's sort of it though, yeah. right? Like it's still youth. Um, I don't think they'll make the eight. You don't reckon no. they'll make the eight? I reckon actually, I actually think they'll hover around the the seven to ten mark. They've got a good like money ball side where he signed players for not that much cash, but they got experience. They're toilers. They get the job done. I actually think he's. I like what Hook's been doing. I really do. I actually really do. Um, now Isaiah Papali'i is still looking to test the open market. Uh, said, but he'll definitely stay in Sydney because his family's there. Now, do you think the Eels? Should move someone on to keep Isaiah? Do you you know what I mean? Like where where's your head at with the guy like Isaiah? Um, who are their back rows again? Like so you've got, got Ryan Madison, Madison Sla- uh, Slane, uh, Lane, Sean, Sean Lane, Lane Cartwright, yep. Cartwright. Uh, I mean, you could. They lost Nick Corbett. Nick Corbett's going to be there next year. You certainly could move someone on to keep him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's better than all of those players. How much would you pay him? Six. He's Dallium. But they, I, they probably can't afford a six, 600k a year. And also, like, edge back rowers, although he's a fucking gun. I actually like him in the front row, to be honest. Um, 600k on an edge back row, it's risky. Risky in the cap. What's saying is Crichton on? I think he'd be on about maybe 400k. No, really? Four, yeah. I, I thought he'd be on. Like, I thought the fucking yarn about Crichton was on. I thought he was on 800. Nah, seven Boyd, or eight. Boyd, he, Boyd only retired this year, and Boyd would be that. They can't have Boyd on 800k and fucking. Chooks can. <laughs> Crichton. I honestly. And he's, and he's just Mate. about to come off contract, too. Oh, I, I tell you what, like. I thought they the whole thing when he went to the Roosters, it was like seven, 800. Nah, it wasn't that I big. Thought. Nah. When he went to the Roosters, it was a, it was was he was still a young gun. Like, he wasn't. Like fully um, established yet or anything? Yeah, no. Nah. It was it was a big contract, but big, relatively speaking, to his experience. I so the lock money's bigger. I'd say these days, yeah. Like, I say Victor Adley probably. That's where they're trying to balance. Is like even though Victor Adley signed like a Jack DeBellin is on a fair bit of coin. Yes, yes, Apparently. reportedly, mm-hmm. reportedly. But he was an origin fucking. Jake's lock at on that a stage. lot of money, but compared to the Roosters with the team they have, you know. Yeah, I know. I, that's just yeah. like at the end of the day. You read these fucking numbers or people throw them out and they're obviously, like, as you've pointed out to us many times, they're often inflated. Yep. I would like... It'd be interesting to know what these people are actually on versus what I think they're do on you, my head. Do you agree? Like, so there's been a yarn for a while now. Just make everyone's salaries public. I think... Does the NBA or NFL do it? I think in the US they do do the it. The NBA definitely what do, you, do what it. What do you think? I, th- I don't like it from the sense of, like, it's it's an invasion of privacy. Like, this, that's their life. Like, you... Like knowing what I'm on, that's that's very personal. Um, I, I but I get the argument though. So like, what do you think? Yeah, I from a like content fucking just you know sticky beak sort of a fucking thing. I'd love to know. Makes life a lot easier than the. But speculation. think about how much added pressure. You know, an abuse I would cop. Let's say you're, you're a yes. You know, sign on potential, and you can they can see you're on 800k and you're playing terrible. 
Think of the abuse they'd be copping. Dave, aren't they still copping abuse regardless if they're not? Yeah, playing but well? there's a, there's a lot of players that like timing wise they get a mad contract, but then they play shit. Like there's a lot of players where they're like, you know, a young gun and they're in the top thirty, but they're not playing NRL, but they're on like four hundred k because they were just timing right and they were had a lot. It'd of be hype. hard for younger players specifically. I just don't know whether it would be good. I for think them. there would be more negative probably than positive. I think it would be probably. used as a tool of like. Well, he's not performing. Yeah. He's getting paid this more than the flip side being like, "Well, this guy's underpaid." Like, yeah. fucking. Yeah. I don't know. Probably fair. I sort of like the like the guessing game, the guessing and the speculation game. as well. Adds to it all. You know, adds I, to it. I just think I don't. Like, I never really thought about it. I don't think. I don't care if they leave it the way it is. Because like some people think, yeah, you make it public so that a that way it's much harder for clubs to cheat the salary cap as well. Is it though? Because the auditors know what the fucking price is. Just because the general public knows, yeah. that shouldn't change an auditor's ability to do his job. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I mean, I guess, you know, it, I mean? you know, the more light you shine on it, like as in the more public you are with, this is his contract, this is his third party deals, the less room for, do you know what I mean, for, for wiggle room? But I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I just... You can still it should it should still be like behind the fucking veil. It should car. still be there. You know yep. what I mean? I don't think it would change a whole lot. Um, yeah, it's an interesting. I, I, I the main reason for me is just the privacy of it all. I just the, the amount Which of is reasonable. and also yeah. like a lot of I'm people don't that. understand like oh three hundred k or four hundred k. That's a lot of money. You should be happy. But it's like bro, it's relatively speaking. A like it's like when people are like oh that's too much money. Imagine if you were in the top hundred people in the entire country in your uh, profession and that profession generated, I don't know, let's say $2 billion, you would be paid probably more. Like if you're mm. a top 100 doctor in the country, mm. you're probably on 700 or a million witness. a year. Or a witness. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, but it's actually even worse than that because a doctor can do it his whole life or a, you know, most of its life. A footy player, it's a sh very, very short career. So the idea that like, oh, 300K is a lot of money, it's actually, he's actually being underpaid in, in the long term of things because A, he can't do it forever, but B, he's in the top 200 of people in his profession that generates billions. Mm. The top 200 doctors honestly would be on like a million dollars a year each for the, for the next seven years. Yeah. Mm. So I think, but a lot of people don't understand that. So if they saw their it's public, they would just be perceptions. Yeah, I think it's the it's the, the support cast is so large around the players that the the even though the revenues are massive, yeah, it's spread out. Cost so of much. goods is so high. Well, just like from trainers yeah. to fucking staff yeah. to like CEOs, to oh yeah, for sure. So like it's, it's now, spread out a bit. You know, if anything, I I actually think that the mid to lower should be getting more money the high the high top earners i don't i think that well, there's be. a big difference yeah the big guys are on shit loads yeah, yeah. but most of them would be on what would the average be like the 200 grand two 300 grand yeah and if you took out the top if you let's say you took that out of the average it'd be like fucking even lower yeah, um, and the minimum is what like yeah. the median yeah what's the median is yeah. the minimum yeah. like 10 no the yeah the minimum is like 125 now when yeah. i was coming through the minimum was like fucking 45 it's fucked that's wild dude You'd be in there just like slaving away some kind of a million and you'd be doing fucking more training, which is fair enough. It's part of the world. Part of the part of the Look, cycle. It's, it's cycle the world. Really. It is the world. It is in. the world, Tom. Um, now, Glad did, we you, that up. did you see the nostalgic photo of Joey, Gidley, Badiris and Hughes at Knights, Mason the Bulldogs, Thurston the Cowboys, Benji back at the Tigers? What, what Do you think this is a evidence of a broader trend of like, you know what, there's science, there's all the mumbo-jumbo, but sometimes you just need old boys back amongst it. 
uh, look, I mean, it was great to see Joey back, and I think that the other clubs went, fuck, we need a bit of bloody... Joey Magic. That Joey Gidley Badiris photo oh. is so sick. Yeah. Sick. That's he like when you so see, like, the, the cast of an old show, like, come back together after years to, like, do one more episode, and you're like, holy yeah. fuck, they're all so old, how nice it's to see but them back the, together. The, the, it's Friends funny. Reunion. It's funny, right? Like in those like reunions and stuff, I'm like, you look old now, mm. and it's not the same. Mm. Whereas I looked at that photo, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I saw him as looking old. You know, yeah, but I see they look fit and healthy to me. They still looked yeah. hot. Yeah, they, oh, yeah there was a lot, yeah, lot of hotness there. It reminded me also you know? of like Armageddon. I don't know if you've seen the movie. But it's I have. A fucking phenomenal movie. It's a great movie. But basically, Bruce Willis getting the whole crew back together to save the world. Yeah, that sort of a. Thing. That's what's like happening. They're a right bit now. older. They're a bit more gruff. You know, they've seen some shit. Seen some shit. They're all different personalities, and they're all like, one's riding the motorbike back in, one's fucking, you know, at the casino, and they're all just coming back together to save the day. And Joe's like, I'm going on a bender, and they're like, ha ha. Ah, that's what you do. Yeah. We got to save the world though. Now it's getting serious. Yeah, like, right, time to knuckle down. But I just think that they represent this kind of like moment in rugby league that stands out more than a lot of other moments. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the Newcastle vibe. Yeah. I'm not oh, even talking iconic. It's just his vibe. Mm. When you talk about vibe, the king of vibe, that is vibe. Uh, Benji back at the Tiger, really interesting because of the way it broke up. Yep. Um, it's, it's, Benji loves a club. He loves a club. Seems that Tim Sheens would have had a lot to do with that because him and Timmy and Benji. Yeah. Two peas in a pod, mate. Could I, um, could I chop some people down? You can chop a few blokes down. I chop a few blokes down. I mean, that's what you do. Who are you going to chop? Well... You're surely going to chop... I'm not chop. chopping blokes, <laughs> you, but I am chopping clubs. Now, if I'm just running my eye over what I see here in terms of the clubs that are bringing back old players right. and where those clubs sit... Are you sort of like desperate times called for desperate measures? This is last chance saloon shit. Let's bring back the goats and see how we go. So you've taken a beautiful, beautiful moment mm. and turned it into a shit one. Yep. That's what you're doing right yep. now. Yeah. Okay. He is making a point. It's a salient point. Thank you. Are there, is the Storm on that list? No, they're not. Is Man on that list? No. Are Roosters on that list? No, they're not. A South? A South well, all, all of Manly X players hate the club. That's probably why. <sighs> Well, easy that's tiger. That's, that's what, what we want to get into that. Little. That's actually the Broncos. All the yeah. Broncos. No, no, we're all back. No, no, Kevin Prince of Brookvale is still running an eye yeah, over yeah. the stock. No. Fucking helping Tommy at the back. Look, a lot of there might be a club. couple of players. They that called have... it a split down the middle. That's nah, what they called it. No, no, no. A crater. That was Trent Barrett's fault. We got oh. rid of him. And we're don't back. blame the hot guy. It's always easy to blame the hot just guy. Saying, just saying. You don't. It see was any long good before Trent got there. That's for sure. You don't see any good clubs bringing back fucking. Legends, you don't. <laughs> so, you know, you've done what you do best. You've managed to take a beautiful moment and shit on it. Very no, no, time. It was very, very time. Beautiful yeah, moment. That's no, great. great point, though. I mean, you, you can't say it's not. Now, Australia, they win the 220. Ashes start in three weeks from today. First test, December 8th in Brisbane. Ashes squad was announced this morning. Tim Payne, captain. Pat Cummings, uh, vice captain. Cameron Green, Josh Hazelwood, Marcus Harris. Travis Head, Usman Kawara, Kawaja, Manus Labajang. You did pretty well Labajang. there considering you can't read. Uh, Nathan Lyon, Michael Nessa, Jai Richardson, Steve Smith, Mitchell Stark, Mitchell Swepson, David Warner, uh, and then they've got the A players. But I will say this, just having a look at the squad, which is largely fucking as it should be. Pat Cummins, the sole vice-captain, is an indicator potentially of where they think when Tim Payne finally is taken to the glue factory. Because mm. it was like, come and Smith, come and Smith, what do we do? They had Travis Head was I a I don't think a that 
Smith hasn't been VC. Hasn't Cummins been standout VC? Yes, absolutely. But he was no. Well, it was him, and it was Travis Head, and then Travis got dropped, and then Pat was there. I don't know. It just was a bit more like it just caught my eye. I could be looking into it. Pat Cummins could have been the vice captain, fucking by himself for Yonks, and I've just missed it completely. Yeah, possibly. The problem is Denon is that Tim Payne will be taken to the glue factory and then we need a captain. Steve Smith, who would be the obvious choice, is, in my opinion, now ineligible given the fuck up over in South Africa. I just, I just don't think you can look past that. I just don't, know in that um, Travis Head was formerly the vice, co-vice captain from January 2019 to November 2020. Yeah, right. So, so not last... So, but no, so last, like, yeah, so just before until last the, yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the question mark is, can you have a bowler as a captain? We haven't had a bowler as a captain since like the 50s or the 60s, something like that, a while ago. Or have we ever? Was that, no, no, no Richie Benno fucking, was fucking uh, captain, yeah, okay. for example. Forgive me. Um, no, because the, the, the stats guy called up and ran it through us. You must oh, have forgotten. Oh, stats man, I have forgotten. Yeah. So that's, what, that's the query. Can Cummins be a bowler and a skipper? Now, excuse my stupid question. But Nathan Lyon, wasn't he there a period there where he was fucking the guy? He still is. Is he still the guy? He's still the guy. He's still the guy. He's He's a bowling Gary guy. He's our greatest ever off spinner. He's really. He's He's the bowling Gary guy, isn't he? Yeah, nice. Bowling Gary. He's also on 399 tests. But he's still the guy. Yeah. I felt like there was a period, though, that he was the fucking. Well, he was the guy. That period was when I think he became like cult hero status when it was like every fucking spin bowler after Shane Warne was like, uh. Fuck off, dude. But he was the one where it was like, all right, we found our spinner. Uh, okay. Then there was the nice Gary, which became the fucking sort of the joke or the meme. And then it was Gary the Goat, all that shit. And now he's just like fucking really good. And what about, um, I know Marnus had a bit of a moment. The other boys were doing gooseys, I think, with a few ash tests. Yeah, yeah well, Marnus is fucking, Marnus is the new hot throbber on the scene. Yep. So he's like our next 10 years, hopefully. Okay. But they actually, I think it was two years ago in Ashes, they did a little goosey. Oh, fuck yeah. It was awesome. Love beautiful. That. beautiful. That would have got you I mean, hard. That did. It really did. Um, um, so, okay, look, if you're going to predict the first Ashes, how, how do we go and how do we get the job done or not get the job done? Well, we win 5-0 in the Ashes. We win 5-0. So we don't lose okay. a test. We win 5-0. Tom and I were talking about this before. We think that it'll line up like this. It'll be Warner, Marcus Harris. Little Marcus Harris. Little Marcus Harris that could. Marnus at three. Smith at four. Now, five's either going to be Travis Head or, or you could maybe go Kawaja. Yeah. Six will be uh, Baggy Green, Cameron Green. Seven will be uh, Tim Payne. Of and then, En Route to the Glue Factory. Of This Is Your Final uh, Series fame. Mm-hmm. And then I think after that... It's glue for you. Salute, Put you in then a glue. glue stick. Salute, then glue. Okay. It happens. Yeah. It's fine. It's we'll cricket. parade him around and then he'll be taken out the back. Yeah. And then I think they'll go Stark, Cummins, Hazelwood, Lyon. Same as. Okay. All right. Well, that is another episode done and dusted. Make sure to subscribe to the Hello Sport podcast. Follow them on Instagram, at Hello Sport. Also, About Even, the greatest punning show there is on, on Earth, really. Yeah, yeah on Earth. Correct. Uh, maybe in the universe, even. Yep. Uh, also, punters and dribblers on Facebook. Grab a case of Bloke in a Bar, the beer of sport. It was born, brewed, just created in the depths of sport. Grab a case, and I'll go and fuck myself. Thank you.